0: Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the Burnham project on Substack. You can get Burnham podcast. You can read my blogs and all sorts of cool stuff. It can even be sent right into your inbox. You can also watch us on rumble and YouTube. We like rumble better, but you can also watch us on YouTube. You can also find Burnham podcast anywhere that you find your favorite podcast. Don't forget to like share, subscribe, click the little bells, the rumble button, whatever the service has to offer. Click it, do that, follow us, tell people about us. Thank you very much. Burnham Podcast has a new advertising partner. Introducing DoggyBagTreats.com. Tail wagon delights for your furry friends. They've got all types of collars and leashes. They've got all natural treats. Things like minnows, chicken hearts, freeze dried beef lung. That may not sound good to you, but your dog's going to love it. They've got all natural baked goods. Things for fresh bread. They've got peanut butter, banana oat, pumpkin, cheddar bacon, and other assorted treats. They've got pet care items like pawfume, Oat Soap, and paw balm. You can also make wholesale orders. Burnham Podcast listeners can get a discount by entering the code BURNHAM01 at checkout. Now, back to the show. So if you're a regular to Burnham Podcast, you've heard Tango's voice before. When he first came on board, we shared a picture of him on social media. So you might or might not have seen his face. You're going to see his face and hear his voice in this episode because he's our guest tonight. Welcome to Burnham Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Burnham. And this is Tango. I'm here. (laughs) Cool. You good? I'm good. We're good. The Phoenix Coyotes are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix Coyotes are not Arizona. They're Arizona now, right?
1: Arizona, yeah.
0: When did they switch from Phoenix to Arizona?
1: Uh, I think it was f- 14?
0: They were Phoenix though, right? Yeah. When yeah, they yeah. first moved. Okay. That's about the time I kind of stopped following hockey.
1: Okay, so you saw the like miracle run and everything.
0: Uh, No, like I mean, I, when I was watching hockey, there was Winnipeg Jets. And then I never oh. followed hockey when the they became the Coyotes. So, that's was, 96. Was it that long ago?
1: 96 is when the Yotes moved.
0: Okay. See, I used to play NHL 95 on Sega Genesis. Dominated that game. But that was, yeah, that had been about the end of it then.
1: I mean, the Genesis. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I was watching uh, when Detroit the Red Wings had all the Ovs on their team and they won <sighs> the Stanley Cup every year and – God bless him. That was fantastic.
1: Right, 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 right. So this
0: is Tango, everybody. This is his face. Um, you heard his voice a bunch of times and we talk about him a lot. I know yeah. I'm I'm here. I'm
1: in person. It's weird. It's I can look over and see the red light and I'm not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> seeing this is like how this. You, normally you over there. I know. I'm like, I should be there, but
0: I feel like it was time. It was it was time we did this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now you're the first person to ever be two out of three people on my podcast. Oh snap! At the <laughs> same time, brought the the control, the mixer board over here on the table <laughs> with us, and so well, you're doing it's two jobs at once. It is, but it, it's fun. I love it. It's it's yeah. something
1: that's just going off. I
0: before. hope you love it because we ain't making a ton of money for it. Not yet. Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We will. Yeah, <laughs> one of these days with. Uh, with your expertise and you know, <laughs> maybe we'll get enough good guests on here. I was gonna say your expertise and my talent, but I don't know if that's the case at all. Uh so your expertise, you got to carry the team. With production value. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Which we're doing that with destination hometown. We got a bunch of stuff going on, right? Yeah, we got Cover some all projects. These bases, we got <laughs> you mentioned destination hometown. We talked about it a little bit in the last episode. Um you're the guest on the podcast, so I'm supposed to say, tell us about Destination Hometown. <laughs> you're the host I, of it. Know, right? yeah, it's, uh, this makes it fun. It is. It's it's our project that we've, we have got involved in. Um, I was one of the creators, I guess. Uh, you are. I didn't get involved in it. But you're here with us, taking it to the next level. Well, yeah.
1: You got to be able to, f- I feel like, this is one of those things you want to document being able to go to that small town yeah. and tell those stories. So like, this is one of those opportunities that you don't want to miss. And like you can hit a home run and it's an easy home run Yeah, with just yeah. documenting and showing the cool things in Rome. Cause there's so many people who are like, Rome's lame. It's not cool. Know, yeah. We ain't got a sky zone for my five year old, <laughs> but like, uh, that's cool but we got a ton of really really cool things that make Rome special yeah and like we got people from center Alabama who come here
0: and oh, all center over Calhoun and Town. yeah like
1: we're kind of a cool little hub
0: yeah so if this is your first time ever listening to Burnham podcast we're talking mm-hmm. about our side project I guess this is sort of our side project right and then because we have day jobs Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then so this is our side project and this is Destination Hometown is our like alternate side project, (laughs) additional side project. We uh, travel around uh, initially it was about small businesses during COVID and raising awareness for them. But I ride this little bitty scooter uh, through these little bitty towns and we highlight cool parts and cool things that are going on. It's been just about the businesses so far and then this time around we decided to make it about an entire town and we covered our hometown of Rome, Georgia. We we did a little documentary series with it
1: Right. That'll it be was... out
0: on Netflix about the time this podcast comes out, right? <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: two days after this one.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you're listening to this podcast. Go find it on YouTube. It's called Georgia Peach Ride Destination Hometown. It's on the same. If you're listening to this, especially if you're watching it on YouTube, you won't have to look far because it'll be on the same channel.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah same channel
0: you're finding this on. we will be on Rumble too Um, on the same prod, uh, same channel same page account you'll find the uh burnham project on over there um the social medias
1: so make sure to to click the subscribe button the little bell so you get notified yes. when all these things happen
0: yeah yeah there, there's this series of how many episodes did we end up with
1: uh seven six or seven i can't remember i'm six, not
0: sure six or seven episodes they're gonna come out one week for a month and a half ish yeah um but then yeah then you get notified when a, another episode of Burnham Podcast comes out in two A and two A and B <laughs> uh when the next episode of Georgia Peach Ride uploads. That's, that's that one hometown, B two choo train thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Number one <laughs> and number B.
1: But uh, yeah, like yeah, it's cool. Um so excited about these projects. We got I'll a ton it. of things coming mm-hmm. out soon and we got some bigger announcements that We'll make later, but <laughs> we can hand to them and tease them now. Man.
0: Yeah, no, and we can we can talk about them. I don't want to give anybody you know, any ideas, <laughs> us, but, you know, it's a lot of stuff, right? We've discovered through this process that we both love making documentary film. Absolutely. Yeah, I, like I, I've always thought they'd be really cool.
1: Just, it's the fact that you can tell a story and not have to have, like, actors and have these gigantic budgets, yeah. and you can just go, one man and a cameraman... And tell stories, yeah. that are incredible, yeah, and even at the local level, like there are incredible stories happening all day, every day, and you don't hear about them, yeah. So I was like, "Why is nobody doing this?" So I'm kind of like, "I don't want to do this because I don't want somebody to do it before know, us, right. <laughs> knock
0: it out and be the the, the trailblazer." There, I don't know. It, the, the idea of telling this this story of people came to me when we were in Blue Ridge last year on the Peach Ride. And we stopped in a little place called the Bear Store. And they have all this bear stuff, all these bears that are carved out of wood and these stuffed bears and these, like, tin bears that are made out of car mufflers and, you know, whatever, all all this bear stuff. So I asked the people behind the counter, tell me the story about the, the bear store. And she tells me this crazy story about how they used to be a furniture store and they started selling little bear trinkets. And people were like, give us more bear stuff. And before you know it, they were just called the Bear Store. Uh, and the sign out front still said, tomorrow's furniture today is what it was. It was they were making new furniture that was made to look old. And uh, But she told me this fantastic story about how this story, that the store had evolved. And sooner or later, they were like, well, we're not even making furniture anymore. We're just selling these bears. Let's just change our name to what everybody calls us. The and I was, Bear Store. She's telling me this story. And I'm like, man, we should be recording this <laughs> and editing it and uploading it to YouTube and getting the story of these people. And... That's what makes – I mean, like, before we were going to a place and we were taking a picture of the front of it and we were ordering a donut from the place and being like, all right, on to the next place, this gave us a chance to really dive into a place and into the people.
1: That's what it's about is people. Yeah. And I think we're both good people persons. Like, we, we
0: – I hope so.
1: <laughs> we come from churches and mm-hmm. backgrounds of that where, where we want to be able to reach people and, right. and, and show them some love. And, yeah and and show them that they matter still and that like these stories what they what they got to say matters yeah
0: yeah well we we sat with some people across the street over here that had owned a restaurant been in their family for 40 years and they're they have kids that aren't 40 years old you know so all their kids know is this life and yeah you know, it's but it's the story of these people's family and their footprint in their town
1: yeah and how like yeah you that was just wild because, like, those were things I'd never heard about Schroeder's. Like, yeah, yeah. the story and everything, I was like, I just thought it was a restaurant that had always been here and never once it thought, and it clicked it in my head. Always been here. <laughs> I was like, nah, this has just been here. It's a staple of Rome. It's yeah. Schroeder's.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> getting to meet people like them, and I'd met them, but that was the first time, especially with all of them, gotten to sit down, sit down together and talk to them. Uh, you meet people like, I man, you got to meet the chili dog people in L.J. Ginny uh, Burnett, Josie yes. Fowler. They're fantastic folks, um, and they take great care of us every time we're through there, which is fairly often if I can help it, because it's fantastic. <laughs> but you get to know their food's great, and that's awesome. But they're nice people, and you like to go see them, and you know, right. and help them out however you can. And yeah, but that's what it becomes about. And you it's built just, the
1: relationship. That's yeah. it. So yeah. Now it's you want to help them and show them off. Yeah. So, so cool. Um, That's yeah. We got some other cool projects. Um,
0: You texted me last night. Let's talk about this. Oh yeah. This is not, this is not a new concept. So we're not like, there's no spoilers or anything. We've seen this done before. You pitched a change my mind scenario. I I really feel like
1: it's, it, it goes into that whole, like, I see people posting on Facebook all the time. What's there to do in Rome? There's nothing to do. What, why, who, what, when, and asking all these questions. I'm like, me and Danny can set up on a street somewhere and ask these questions to people and get their answers. Right. And, like, be able to help them figure out some of these things. Because I feel like we're pretty well versed in Rome now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, like, I feel like these are some things we can talk to people about because there's a lot of questions out there that people just don't have the answers to. And right. They don't have the answers. They just make it up because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's human nature. Right. There's people doing people things. Or they just assume there's nothing there. Yeah. It's,
0: you know, Rome's boring. I got to move out. Oh, well, please do. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally.
1: Traffic uh, here is terrible. <laughs> yeah,
0: right? All these rivers and bridges. And, yeah. No, it's tough. It's tough. I would like to find parking on Broad Street one well, that'd be day. be <laughs> fantastic. I'm paying for a spot in the parking garage down the street that I use 3 times a month cuz I ride the scooter the rest of the time parking on the sidewalk, but you know, it is what it is. It's the
1: fact that the parking people just get you all day they every do, day. Man, they do.
0: I'll tell you what, it's I, I have a different perspective though than a lot of people and if you went to the University of North Georgia during the early 2000s, you you might have the same perspective. I went in one time, I parked in front of the administrative building, didn't turn my truck off, left the door open, right? I had to walk into the office and like set a paper on the desk and like come back out, no communication, nothing. So I I jump out of the truck, like I said, didn't even close the door. I ran 50 feet to the front door, opened the door, ran five more feet, put the paper up, Turned back to the door. The public safety person was writing me a ticket, and I was like, No, but I got a ticket anyway. They were like, Well, I'm not putting it back in the book. Yeah, I'm already writing it. Sorry, you're getting it. Yeah, they went ahead and finished it up, and I had to pay it. It was five bucks, like it wasn't the end of the world, but it was the principal. That's nonsense. Give me 30 seconds. (laughs) There was probably a parking spot for that exact purpose, but I'm I'm, so I I can't entirely blame them either. They were doing their job. Oh, gosh, that's uh, – I don't know if I have anything
1: like that besides, like, the two or three warnings
0: <laughs> I've gotten out here. You'll get them. They're pretty good, though, about, about warnings. Or if you go up there and it's been three hours and one minute, and they're like, okay. that yeah. had a sign up once. I went in there. <clears throat> I had to go in there for an unrelated item. And I had a sign on the door that said, we'll waive your ticket if you'll do a little dance or something like that. So, like, that's the kind of – you know like they're as far as parking enforcement goes you know they're pretty cool oh that's cool that's cool
1: <clears throat> we gotta get a mute button for that uh, cough, right? button. Yeah. <laughs> cough
0: button i've been doing that all day man i've been in like nine google meetings today and been like hang on let me let me die for a second i'll be right back can we go blame chris Pyle for that <laughs> i have to feel like we can chris Pyle is as of this episode i don't know if he went back to work today or not But he went out of town with his wife for her birthday. They left on, like, a Thursday. They drove back Sunday afternoon, both of them with the – The coof. The the vid. (laughs) Bless their hearts. (laughs) Chris said they were both improving. He's getting better at a faster pace than her, but they are both improving. So he was – I hadn't talked to him today. He was contemplating going back to work today. Okay, okay. So that's how much better he felt. He might have milked one more day out of it. So we'll see.
1: I kind of miss the old days where it's like, if you get it, you're out for two weeks, even if like you, you feel great. Yeah. It's like, yeah, right, oh, yeah. that was so, I didn't get the experience, any of that.
0: Well, that happened to me. Like Jessica got COVID in, I don't know. I think it was, it was August, I guess, like first week of August. Cause it was the second day of school that year when I was working and they sent me home for two weeks. I was fine. I didn't get COVID for like a year and a half later. <laughs> But I had to go sit home. Jessica went back to work before I did. She was really sick for a day and a half. And then she was kind of sick for a couple days. And she went back to work. And then at one point, so many people in her nursing home had COVID. They were like, okay, if you're positive, but you feel okay, come to work. And they were like, okay, cool. Uh, What? So Jessica (laughs) picked up all kinds of shifts because she had it again later on and like never even slowed down. Oh, so she was picking up shifts from people who we made out quite well financially during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, nah, know if she would, I don't know if that's something we should laugh about on a podcast now. I think looking back, we can. Absolutely. Like back then. No, you can't. Yes. Frown right. We them. still like when just early enough when Jessica got it, we were like, shoot, is she going to die? Like, how bad is this? Oh, you yeah, know, oh, was that was like, the beginnings. Yeah. Pretty I mean, early cuz
1: We got we start school back in August. So mm-hmm. that was like.
0: Four months and after then, it
1: hit, yeah. and I was like,
0: mm, the world's falling down around us. Yeah, there's still some <laughs> doubts, but once she pulled through, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe this is not what they've been telling us. Oh, what? It was a little bit Downton- of <laughs> off of YouTube for this. Watch Burnham Podcast on Rumble if you're following on YouTube at this point. We'll still be on Rumble. and. <laughs> Worst case, we'll start uploading videos to Substack, and you can find us there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rumble, we like them better. They're, they're... We do like Rumble better. Their whole structure. Man, I had a great experience with them. Customer service issue the other day. They responded to an, a person who I feel like it was like the nuance of the email. Felt like a real person. Responded to a request I made within half an hour. Yeah, like you're. If you look at Facebook, you're never getting a response no. from Facebook ever. You're probably not going to get one from YouTube. No, YouTube unless picks it's them you going ever. strike two. You know, okay. You got
1: to have lawyers and things to get YouTube to do yeah, anything. Right, and it's like, but but. <laughs> I Rumble just want to know. <laughs> tell me things. Mm-hmm. Rumbles all transparent, so they they tell you everything up front. They
0: were great. They were fantastic. It was just a, an issue of what was it we were trying to monetize a video that's and it right. just wouldn't like click it wouldn't set in and turned out the setting was wrong on our end yeah yeah that's but, my bad but <laughs> they they were like hey this is the issue let us know if we can do anything else for you this is how to fix it blah 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 like, mm, okay cool done yeah so, easy peasy so love Gosh. them love them and they're free speech advocates too they're not gonna yes. strike you because you say COVID was a lie or you know hypothetically <laughs> It was (laughs) overhyped. COVID was not a lie. COVID was a real thing. I believe that really happened. When I finally did get it, I felt different from any other sick I'd ever been. So there's that. Uh, I feel like it was a thing, but it wasn't like I was thinking about going to jujitsu while I had it before, (laughs) before I tested I was like, I felt pretty sick. I was like, "Ah, I've trained sicker than this before.
1: I mean, Jordan played with the flu, but... <laughs> he dropped
0: 36 on him. Yeah, yeah. that was his, one of his best performances. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I, I don't so, feel I mean, like jiu-jitsu would have been the same for me. No, 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 no. Getting, getting choked out, I'd probably ain't going to help. Strangled up. by <laughs> some kid half <laughs> my age. <laughs> While well, I already couldn't breathe, it would be great. But, yeah, I don't know. It was... Yeah, Rumble's not going to kick us off for any no, of this. No, So no. we'll still be there. We're just going to do it. We should get... we got to contact Rumble about an endorsement deal now. I think they owe us.
1: Absolutely, probably Absolutely.
0: A, a dollar and a half based on the size of our audience. But that's not the point. Plus, our like eighteen cents we got in the bank. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 rolling, <laughs> we're rolling, rolling up the tab monetarily with, with our you know, dozens, dozens and dozens, <laughs> dozens. Chris pyle says couples and couples. uh That I like that more because yeah. it, it sounds better. I don't know i I joke about this sometimes about how many listeners we have or whatever and i worry that people are like man they must only have like eight or nine (laughs) (laughs) but that's okay we love you guys oh man i love each and every one like i i might have told you before i was talking to somebody the other day about checking the metrics on the podcast and you'll see that it's, it's 106 on whatever platform and you look back a minute later and it says one hundred and seven. You're like, I wonder who that person was. Oh, who was that? What one? are they doing now? Are they out <laughs> in the field listening to me on their earbuds, picking the corn, or are they driving a big rig somewhere? I wonder who that person is. You
1: know? Those are the things that I sit there and I'm like, I wonder who's gonna watch this. I am, but yeah, like, I'm, at where? Where are they watching from? Like, I feel like I need the. I can pull those metrics somewhere
0: on maybe. like how
1: many laptops, how many TVs, how many audio listen you
0: can our old host uh was pretty good about those numbers i'm not even gonna say their name you can dig them up that's because that's where we used to be because they don't exist (laughs) they don't exist for me and actually they don't they got bought out but uh they were actively suppressing our podcast so we're not there anymore but they had fantastic metrics as far as what you could look at you could look at at countries uh provinces or states however they're divided and then down to cities and see how many people in each place were listening
1: i feel like this weekend now while well, i got some downtime i'm gonna go look it up yeah <laughs> start you even digging. In, in. you can go
0: back it just, <laughs> turns out because i wondered the other day i was like I wonder if i can still log into that and i can we just can't produce any more content no there. i meant like our current ones. oh i'll show you where that's that too oh sweet so yeah, so yeah, sweet sweet
1: yeah. this is the one yeah. thing i don't know my, no, we, my we technical skills don't go as far as like marketing research
0: yeah, I, yeah I, we, we have to have that. a guy for that <laughs> And we, that's our next guy, right? We, we're working on a social media guy, and then we'll be working on a marketing and a research guy. So I think we got a marketing guy. I think if we, we can here. ever get him to commit, <laughs> that's the key, right? Like we're talking about building one of our projects is a podcasting network of sorts, and we're talking about bringing people in to do their own podcast all under the same umbrella. But then you're talking about a level of commitment, right? When you're, like, I got to do that every week. Or, you know, every, I said, I'd do it every day. Now I, I got to do this every day and it's fun for the yeah. first few times. And it should still be fun, but you realize that there's work involved too. And there's prep and planning and. Your your
1: hobby and passion now becomes a job. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's a little bit harder. This is what I've started to realize with this. I'm like, okay, we got a schedule. We're doing this. And, yeah. and even on Destination Hometown, like I learned more on that project than I did in any other project I've done because it's yeah. like oh okay yeah 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 oh I can't do that. Oh that's not how this works. Okay, <laughs> let's 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 go back to the drawing board and figure this out. Okay, oh that'll work. Right. That's a good idea you got going there. Huh? Uh, yeah the one ear yeah we gotta get new new ears.
0: Yeah all good all good
1: I think I paid like ten dollars on Amazon for these so Some of these unclaimed baggage headphones like we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they weren't unclaimed.
0: They were brand new, but I feel like I could better ones from unclaimed baggage. Uh, you know Maybe it's i problem. Sure you can. I got some really <laughs> nice ones there one time for like eight dollars. But you know, we started the first episode of Burnham Podcast was on some thirteen dollar plug and play microphones from Amazon. See? So like just USB, we put them right in the laptop and rocked and rolled
1: that's how this starts and this is why we want to build that network because like you start as a fun hobby and you're like okay cool i want to tell some stories i want to be able to tell this yeah i want to be able to do a thing show some people i know some and then you're like okay let's let's put some value in it and some (laughs) more value and then you get a guy who reaches out to you who's like hey man let me help you out let's add some more to this yeah yeah
0: (laughs) well and we're adding more all the time i mean it's you know like i said we're bringing in a social media guy we're going to bring in a marketing guy and that's to say that god is blessing us with people that can do these things man the people because it wasn't i don't know six months ago maybe a little more i was doing this by myself and even when i had guests on i had a file and whatever we recorded was what it was good bad or otherwise whether or not the there was a crackle in the microphone or any of that i didn't know i just Never, <laughs> never edited an episode, not one time ever. And now you don't have to do it. Now no, you just I, get to hop up here just, and talk. And yeah, by the time this comes and, out, you guys won't even be able to hear the air condition blowing over our head. You know, right, it's, Tango zaps it. it all out of there. So, how did you come up with the name Tango for me? I think we've talked about this. You, yeah, we, I asked you when, when you first contacted me. I had I was doing the podcast by myself. I had my buddy Sam Trailer in. We recorded an entire episode, it was like an hour and a half long, and then I lost it. It was just gone in cyberspace somewhere. I eventually found it, was able to upload it. But in the meantime, you reached out to me, the second time, you reached out to me once before, and yeah, I was like, dude. oh, I don't know about all that, whatever. So <laughs> the second time when I put on Facebook, I was like, hey, I had an episode for you guys today, but I lost it, still working on it, whatever. You contacted me and you were like, hey, let me do this for you. Let me. And help. I was like, okay, cool. Um, and in that, I asked you at one point, I said, do you want to go by your name on the air or do you want a cool nickname? And you were like, oh, cool nickname all the way. All the way. <laughs> so the NATO phonetic alphabet, T, is tango. So that's where that comes from. Okay.
1: Yeah. I was like, I had heard it and I was like, okay, okay, that makes sense. And then I was like, the more I hear it tango, I'm like, I'm going to embrace that now.
0: At first well, I was like, this is weird. I'm just T people yeah right yeah just t just t t t is for tango but when i talk to people about the show you're just tango now right people are like hey tango this or tango that and I'm oh, like, i oh, yeah, it. yeah, tango this and that i love it and i don't bother to be like well you know his real name <laughs> i don't need to have a real yeah. name but I like pile and andrew know your name but when we talk about you it's still tango it's tango yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious i'm gonna yeah. put that on all
1: my flight cases now tango, tango. With our cool Burnham Podcast does, stickers. Does
0: that make you suspicious, though, if you walk through the airport with one of these cases Whoa. that says, hey, yo, Maybe, maybe, maybe. But I mean, I think we're <laughs> suspicious in the airport anyway. That's just kind of <laughs> how it is these days. I'm,
1: I mean, you can't be a six-foot-tall dude walking through an airport with pelican with cases, cases, massive uh, <laughs> cases. Looks sketchy, yeah. Yeah, oh, you look true. real sketch real quick.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're That's It's
1: a good point. But. Might as well right tangle all your stuff. But, I might as well, yeah. but it's the coolest thing because you can get in the football games and anything for free if you carry. Oh yeah, a pelican case and when you it, just it go just with the. Boom, in, they're like, oh, they must be here. They're doing something important, right? Let like, them in. It's just it's an empty case. We wanted free tickets. <laughs> like
0: movie theaters and <laughs> football games and everything all kinds of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one right there.
1: There is. That, that one's not the cool Pelican cases that we got. No, it's not, but it's it's, our, it's the podcast case. That is our podcast, too. All the
0: <laughs> gear in it. So, you reached out to me, and you already had this vast knowledge base and all this cool equipment. This was not your first foray into the audio-visual production world. No, it was Where, not. How did you get into that? Oh, okay. So, um,
1: I feel like... <clears throat> It was a good question. I feel like I should have had that answer already ready. Um, (laughs) So I got in uh, when we were at church together, Mm -hmm. and I was probably 11 or 12. And I got in, and I started learning how to do sound. Yeah. Um, And I didn't even do sound, like, during the main services. It was, like, a Sunday night service when I started learning. And then I slowly picked up more and more. And then by... 2016 is a little after I graduated high school. Like I had acquired a lot of knowledge and spent some time building up. And I was like, okay, we got the new pastor. We got pastor on mm-hmm. and he wanted to bring us up a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'm down for this. So we went from just having a sound mixer to now we got computers with screens and projectors and it was wild. I yeah. loved it. And then we added lights to it, which it's a whole fun gig that I love and then um I really didn't step up into like camera stuff and live streaming and producing content until like a little before COVID. Yeah. And like that's when like everybody started live streaming. So I kinda got thrown into the deep air real out, quick right? and figure out I was like, yeah. Oh, I I don't know how to build all this. Um <laughs> Well, the world's about to shut down. Oh, yeah, it was
0: time then, right?
1: <laughs> we got to turn a church into a studio. Yeah. Because that's what everybody was having to do. Yeah, everybody was doing it. Government said no church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that that was a big one that, like, I spent a lot of time learning on, like, what shots I want, what shots I don't, how to light it, how to do everything. And that's, and now it's leading up to this and... I've done little side projects, but like, um, I think I made a post recently about a movie I was part of. Tell us about it. Ah, 17 letters. So cool. It's, um, Brian Stevens. This is his second movie with me. His first one was broken chain.
0: I didn't know there was another one.
1: Oh yeah. There's a first one. Um, I think I'm actually playing a TMZ reporter in that one. You see oh, you're me in the movie. I'm in that one. Okay. Um, yeah. You were that. the
0: executive producer for 17 letters. Right? Yep. Okay.
1: That's I, I provided all the gear. I did a lot of the work, grunt work for him. I did a lot of the lighting, but it was really cool. But 17 letters I was really happy about. Cause like, it's a cool story. I think we're going to get Brian on. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, Come on, Brian. See. Let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, synopsis of the story. Uh, big city girl um, and her mom moved back for the summer to her uh, mom's like OG br- home. OG. Oh, yeah, the original home where she grew up in like uh, middle of Nowheresville, Georgia.
0: Okay. Otherwise known uh, as Cedartown, right? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much Cedar
1: Town, And there's um, a whole story. The letters come from she f- she's staying in her mom's old room at her dad's house. Her dad's a judge of the whole town. So really cool, really small town, but she finds all these letters from this mysterious guy named, uh, crash. And she figures out that's her dad. And they were told that her dad was no longer in the picture. Oh. And there's some, some stuff that leads up and she finds him and meets him. And it's this amazing story. I was really happy with it. And it's, it's really moving, but it's got some good messages in it, too. Yeah. So got to tell those good Christian stories. But yeah. it's not just Christian. It's just good stories. I don't like to use that term, Christian stories. Cause... Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, because Christian stories are the ones we found in the Bible, right? Right, and then right. You... <laughs> well, I feel like those are biblical
1: right, events, yeah. not necessarily stories. Yeah. To me, a story is like something you can kind of fabricate and make up a little bit. And... Right, yeah. I feel like <clears throat> biblically, like those, those events are pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't add our own things to the No, Bible.
2: no, 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 no. So like, <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm, but, with you. I'm with you. People ask if this is a Christian podcast all the time. No. We talk about it and I go, well, is it, I mean, is a podcast Christian or are there Christians on the podcast? That's. So I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's like a digital file and yeah. then it's, you know. We're,
1: we're, we're, we're a group of guys who happen to be Christians and believe in God and the faith, yeah. and we we we, well, so we want about, to tell good things. That's I
0: tell people it's it's faith based. Like the, yeah. the idea is faith based, and it all kind of comes from there. But yeah, so you tell these stories, and you can tell a Christian story, I suppose. Well, yeah, you I can mean, tell. as long as you're not going along, this was from the Bible. Trust me, right? You know? <laughs> trust me, bro. Yeah. It's my source. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noah ga- got aided. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> By a whale Jonah That was Jonah uh, Yeah yeah Jonah you're right <laughs> People do this I don't know Why Why do we do that Why do we talk about Jonah's ark and, <laughs> and Noah and the whale Like you've heard this before People do this You just mixed them up again too. Yeah I know That's what I'm saying But we, we ask And we're like What about Jonah's ark We're like no bro That's Noah's ark Right Or vice versa Right Noah and the Whale. Because
1: those are like the two pivotal figures that everybody and their mama knows. Those guess, are the two those stories. Are the, those are the VBS
0: stories, right? Those yeah, those
1: uh, are your 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 milk, your bread and milk stories that yeah. you tell children all day, every day. That's in your
0: little... Which b- is just... I, I had a turning point on the story of Noah's Ark when we went to Epworth-by-the-Sea for Global Summer. Um, Maybe the last summer I went to global with the castful youth, but that was the theme that year. We were building the ark, right? Get everybody mm. you can in the ark. We're building this ark, and they had some of us as adults play people trying to get on the ark as the rain was coming, and we were like up there in the front. We're like beating on the side of the ark, oh. like let us in. And I started thinking, like man, to be there in that time and like the water is raining and the water's rising, and you're like I can't, I'm gonna drown if you don't let me on this boat. And that became like. I was like, holy smokes. And then I realized I needed to keep beating on the, the side of the ark to sell the story <laughs> to everybody watching. <laughs> you but, had that epiphany in yeah, action. I was like, like, holy smokes. People did this. This was a real thing. Uh, so oh, definitely man. Noah's Ark. I can keep up with that because of that now. <laughs> man, that's. You just made me think cool. of that. I'm like, that's like, did like, those people were like,
1: oh, we thought this crazy guy was just building this massive boat yeah, in the middle yeah, of Nowheresville. Yeah. Just build a boat. He's crazy, crazy old Noah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, please, Mr. Noah, let me on your boat. it started raining, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. No, it becomes life and death. But I had I did have that moment, and I was like, oh, goodness, this, this happened. This was a real thing. So uh, I, I don't, I'll I think about that now, and like all the times when I was little, and then we were at BBS, and they were like, look at the little book with the pop-outs of Noah, I mean, Noah's Ark. And I look at that now, and I go, "Wow, maybe that's not one we teach the kids right off the bat." Right, we, right, we right. Ease <laughs> them into that as they're a little more ready for mass destruction and the death of everybody except for eight people on Earth. Right, oh, like, but wow. even like the story of Jonah isn't
1: like so child friendly yeah, when you dig right, into yeah. it. It's like, hom- homie was trying to run away
0: from everything. Well, he was—he was avoiding going to Nineveh, and like we're talking about the Assyrians who were famous for flaying people. Yeah. Jonah didn't want to go I don't blame him I Yeah, don't, I, don't I don't want to go mess with folks who are going to tear me apart No, I don't so, want to go So then he goes and, and gets swallowed by the giant fish instead Yeah, way to get thrown overboard is, Pretty terrifying if you're a little kid and your parents are like, let's go to the beach. I'm like, nah, that's, that's
1: triggering. thinking about right there,
0: what, like... what might I be running from in my life before I go to the beach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's got to put some fear of like watering kids. And I'm like, uh, worse than kinda... jaws.
0: <laughs> worse than jaws. It's really? in the Bible. That really happened. Yeah. Right. <laughs> some of those fish still exist, which is kind of scary. <laughs> it is. There's a megalodon out there somewhere, right? Oh, for sure. There's got to be. God, the ocean is so big. It's something has gotta be. There's gotta be
1: some critters down gotta there that be. we don't know anything about.
0: But like Man, I'm never going to the beach again. <laughs> I'm going this weekend. Oh, <laughs> and I'm are, like, oh you...
1: yeah, yeah. I'm oh, gonna man. avoid the water. I'm gonna stay up at Margaritaville.
0: <laughs> Is there still one of those there? I, bro. I admit, I've been to Savannah. It's been a long time. No, I haven't been that long. It's only been a couple of years. We ate at a really nice Greek place. Ooh. On River Street. It Ooh. takes forever to drive down River Street. You ever driven down River Street? Yeah. It's a cobblestone road and it's the worst mile and a half of your life. <laughs> it takes two hours <laughs> your car will fall apart. But yeah, it, it just beats everything out of you. Like, uh, yeah. It's cool though, it's such a cool experience to sit there and watch the ships and things come oh, in. Yeah.
1: Dude, it's been forever since I've been down there, so I'm not sure what I'm going oh. this weekend, so we'll see. I'm
0: saying, we lost Jimmy Buffett recently.
1: I know, I know. It's this. that was rough. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that was tough. But yeah, if you're going to stop by Margaritaville, I guess now's the appropriate time to do that. Right. <laughs> to the man. Here's what it is. The legend. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bring up Jimmy Buffett on my podcast except for Mike Garrett. And I talk about Mike, I know Mike's never going to listen to this. Mike was pastor at Dykes Creek forever. Right, right. Huge Jimmy Buffett fan. So, like, when I was going to that church and I was 20, 25, I was like, okay, Preacher Mike likes it. It must be okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, he had some of his songs that were just out of bounds, and he would listen to them. But, you know, the ones about laying in a hammock and the wind blowing in your face, like, eh, okay, all right. <laughs> it's, it's it's
1: Jack Johnson vibes. Yeah. Jack yeah. Johnson is Jimmy Buffett 2.0. <laughs> or
0: yeah that's yeah one uh, that's, of them that's they probably true laying ha-
1: in a hammock yeah. eating banana pancakes
0: right on the guitar and the, yes. yeah dude that'd be so nice <laughs> i thought today man it was i don't know not scorching hot when i went outside after it I wrapped up feels today. Like, oh it's so nice <laughs> it's the best time of year it's uh september the 20th as we're recording this and Northwest Georgia, especially in the shade, it was so nice. Uh, th-
1: there was no shade in July when we no, filmed. There did? wasn't. We filmed the peach in some million
0: degrees. We'd never done it so late before. I guess I think we did it the first week in June. We did. We did it the first week of June last year, and then we did it Fourth of July week this year, which was our mistake. That was so we hot. struggled. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough, and we didn't even do like those grind rides we done before <laughs> where we're doing 100 miles a day which is not so awful in a car but at 30 miles an hour on a scooter it's pretty terrible with a helmet and everything and you're like okay this this sucks why did yeah. he make me drive 5 minutes <laughs> off the road and well we yeah we would we would drive an extra 5 minutes to get one picture and then come back <laughs> but like in the meantime we were going up like 515 between L.J and Blue Ridge and you have no idea all the things that come off one of those 18-wheelers when they blow past you at 65 miles an hour and you're doing 30.
2: And, uh, just
0: the like, debris field that follows them and like all the little pebbles pinging off your helmet and stuff. And wind that comes off and you're like, well, this is the end of me. And, uh, it's so much fun, though. It's Dude, so those are the fun.
1: shots I want to go get with you one day. Uh,
0: yeah. my, my favorite, and they dropped the ball. One of my favorite moments was on the first ride. We were between, I don't know, Thomasville and Moultrie, maybe. I don't remember. We were two between two little tiny places down there. And I'm putting along at 30 miles an hour on that garbage shooter we did the first ride with. <laughs> and number one, this giant combine comes by because we're just in, like, tobacco fields. You're and in Nowheresville, yeah, Georgia. <laughs> so there's, there's just farm equipment, you know, and this giant tractor comes by with, like, these blades just dangling on the front of it and I was like way over on the side of the road and then even in that same run <clears throat> I got passed by a couple of guys on like choppers like really nice motorcycles big, you know. <laughs> and they pull up next to me and they're like yeah and then they just hammer down and ah. smoked us but my buddies uh, and my brother his who I really hold the grudge against didn't bother to get a picture of it Cool moment. I thought you were going to tell the one about the the
1: alligator in the road or something. The
0: dead alligator? Yeah. Yeah, that was on the same run. That was over closer to Waycross and down in the Okefenokee, just Uh, dead alligator on the side of the road. The giant swamp lizard. Mm -hmm. God. Yeah, they were were there. Then they were in, we saw a couple around uh, Waycross too, which is funny because their high school mascot there is the gators. I didn't know they were up that far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Waycross is not like super far north, but that's, it's not like right on the state line either. That's yeah. what I'm saying.
1: Like, I was like, I didn't,
0: well, I mean, Folkestone, I mean, you know, was, Waycross is basically, yeah, Folkestone is basically in the swamp. Like, it's, it's oh, almost in Florida, really. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, there are people, that, everybody that works in Folkestone lives in Jacksonville. <laughs> so it's, you know, one of those kind of things. Holy cow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, shoot, where were, we were talking about something. We, were, and we went man, down we some got, rabbit holes. We've been
0: chasing the rabbits.
1: I think you asked me how I was getting into this. And to then, the
0: into the A V. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so then,
0: you, seventeen letters, I think, is where we were. Yeah.
1: So I helped produce that with my media company, um, which at the time is now defunct. <laughs> it was uh, Lost Mountain Media, mm-hmm. and uh, I found out. I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool there's a mega production company in georgia named lost mountain media so i was like "Mm, i'm gonna change my name gonna stop before i get the cease and desist (laughs) i know and i was like i'm i'm a tiny fish like i've just done weddings and some other things but i'm not gonna i had a website and everything so now i'm rebuilding (laughs) right and so i rebranded everything coyote media which is funny because I was like, hey, Brian, you're going to have to change logos in there and take some things out because that's not me anymore. Uh, that's why we have post-production, man. Go back and yeah. right all the wrongs. And, yeah, and Coyote Media is, like, a super cool thing to me. Mm-hmm. And I know I've told you this story, but, like, not everybody knows. Tell it. It's, what we like, have- it's, it's more than just the Arizona Coyotes that was <laughs> the love. Like, I loved them before I came up with this idea, but they were not the reason for it um so that's it's wild so uh 21 I took a trip out to Vegas mm-hmm. me and my best friend John Briggs we went out there
0: Johnny B that's who we need on
1: oh yeah we need to bring him in um but yeah we were
0: I was going through some weird
1: dark rough time and it wasn't the best so I had my moments um but really what it, what had it happened was um we had been out all day adventuring And we got back to the hotel, grabbed food, and I was like, I I just don't feel like sleeping. And it's probably midnight, midnight 30. I was like, look over, John's passed out. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Then I see the keys right beside him, and I was like, all right, cool. Grabbed car keys, (laughs) didn't tell anybody where I was going, what I was doing, nothing. Nobody knew where I was. And I just started driving and driving and driving and driving. And drove for like two hours outside of the desert in the middle of... In the middle of the desert, in the middle of the night. <laughs> and then I just pulled over. <laughs> and I was like, cool. What do I do now? All right, cool, 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 cool. As soon as I get out of my car, I, I hear something ruffling around me somewhere. And I'm like, okay, what is that? What is that? Am I going to die? Is it a red Is dark it dark in the desert, right? It was Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, cool, cool. Something's going to get me. And out walks this massive freaking wolf-sized coyote, the biggest coyote I've ever seen. Which Their coyotes are different than ours.
2: They are. Our's just are like, like cats. Ours are like itty-bitty. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, okay, I can punt one of ours. This guy, I, there was no fighting him. I was like, okay, cool. You're a little scary, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to avoid you, but I'm going to watch you. So I start just walking out, wandering <laughs> into the desert just to find some peace and think about some things. And I came across this little landing and i was like okay i'm gonna set up here and just sat there i had no idea where i was and then just sat there and watched the sunrise and then on my way back i was like i'm not really sure where i parked or where i left a car i'm not sure where i am and out comes little coyote big old honking furry friend and Mm. i was like okay maybe he's friendly i'm gonna follow him so i follow him all the way back into the car and i was like okay this has got to be one of those signs (laughs) of something and so that like that holds a special place in my heart and so when i had the rebrand i was like i want to pick something special to me that nobody else is gonna have or have a reason for yeah and like i get questions all the time from john and press they're like why'd you pick coyote media and i was like you don't know the story well, I guess then you now tell the story's the story. out. The out now, right? It's on Burnham Podcast. There's some, some critters out there that I was like, oh, this guy's cool. A, I'm going to follow him. A friendly desert coyote. I, don't, I don't try that at home, don't, kids.
0: This is, uh, please don't leave your hotel in the middle of the desert and uh, drive out. Yeah, and, and trust a coyote to help you find your car. I've seen enough of those Warner Brothers cartoons to know that Coyote can't be trusted.
1: No, 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 no. He's got rockets and everything and dynamite,
0: and he still can't catch that bird. But
1: uh, i by golly, George, he'll catch me mm-hmm. <laughs> in my little red Toyota Civic. Oh,
0: man. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not.
1: That. More power to you, bro. If you want to go out there and hang out with a Coyote? I I think it's part of the whole don't die thing on my arm. Oh, right. a
0: tattoo on your arm that says don't die.
1: Yeah, there's supposed to be a nice reminder. Hey, don't do crazy
0: things oh, like man. wander off into the desert in the middle of the night and not tell people. Was it dark and you just didn't see it or did you not have the tattoo at that point?
1: <laughs> no, I've had this... Uh, when did I get this? But the third or fourth car accident and I was like okay maybe I need to like hunker down and figure this thing out and not
0: kill myself that's (laughs) the worst third or fourth car accident
1: yeah in like in the span of two years I had murdered some cars
0: I know you had I knew about the one the the expedition that was a thing
1: I think I've went through I'm on
0: expedition number
1: four
0: (laughs) So how how long do you figure you got left before you're on ex, Expedition number five? Expedition
1: four has lasted me since 2017. Okay, maybe you got it figured out now. I, you're, you I had to buy a tank, which the, the Expeditions are freaking tanks. If you're going to buy a car for, for a teenage driver, that's the way to go. Yeah. It's it's solid. They're yeah. safe. You can obliterate it against a tree and you're going to walk out. <laughs> by four.
0: This is not a paid endorsement.
1: No, <laughs> but I will tell you they're fantastic cars. They are. They're great and like the first one wasn't even mine the fr- three of them haven't been mine they were all dads you'll never drive my expedition ever <laughs> <laughs> i i the the first one was a blue one. it was 2005 totaled it mm-hmm. smacked some trees because i was like oh we got yee at tires on it i oh, went to right, a little ditch right. And I couldn't pull out of the ditch, and it just went from a little ditch into a drop-off, and I smacked some trees going real fast. Uh, and I was like, okay, cool. Crawl out the window. We're fine. Those are some sirens.
0: I know. I thought I heard it, but... <laughs> I don't know where they're at, but uh, they're... fire stations right here behind us. so I hear oh, them all it is. Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just totally forgot where we were. Well, it's it's a block that way, but we're still close enough. We hear sirens quite a bit here. Oh, man. i yeah, so, <laughs> so we start talking Spot. about having a wreck. And we're hearing sirens. I know. It's like, yeah. "What did
1: I do? What did I? Do? I didn't do nothing uh, this time. <laughs> I'm parked <laughs> back there. Don't don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see my car through I think Nathan's you're good. fence. I think you're, uh, the <laughs> fence is fantastic. The fence is going down. Oh. They're they're putting a the walkway in back there. It's very exciting. That is that's we'll exciting. have street level access to our church. That's which is I'm fired up about, dude. That's exciting. That's, yeah, because that means more accessibility for more people man that's what we're on the second floor in the church that we're in now It was, it's not a church building it's just a space that we rent and i guess so it is a church building that's not what it was intended for and it's not super ideal but we don't have street level access um street level we're on street level in the back but there's like a courtyard below us so you can't just walk back there so we're getting the the gap spanned, which is gnarly. Which is great, man, because I got like three families that are like, "Hey, we'll come to your church, but we can't get grandma up the stairs." Uh, okay, okay, we can we can work with that. Making it happen.
1: We're we're making it happen, yeah. which is gnarly. I yeah, love it. Yeah, it's cool. Love it's to see stuff. you succeed. Thank you, man. Scott,
0: <laughs> you know, God, God blessing us. We're we're trying to be faithful here and do the right things, and He's taking care of us. That's so you know we're happy.
1: Oh, I actually. I'm going to tell myself a little bit. like, So I haven't been in church for a couple of years, left church.
0: Mm, yeah, Bad experience with the people. Yeah, yeah, some bad
1: experiences. But um, coming back to years, I was kind of like, oh, this is real church. And since then, I've had some time to kind of grow and mature out of some of the ways I was mm-hmm. where I was like set on Mega church world. Yeah. That's where I was. That's what I wanted to do. And I was like, I want production cameras and lights and fog everywhere. Oh, and I man. want guitars blaring in the speakers on speakers. Yeah. And now I'm like, let's strip it all back. Let's, let's go back to, to being real, real quick. <laughs> Cause that's
0: what we're trying to do here, man. Just, just, we, I tell people it's just church and that's, that's it. It's just church. Like, <sighs> There's a part of me that still
1: wants that and yearns for that giant production yeah. from, like, just... I love to see it in action and it looks like it's a gorgeous movie and it's, like, beautiful and yeah, cinematic yeah, and, yeah. like, all these things, but it's, like, it feels fake and manufactured that's half the it time. Is. When,
0: you, when you do those things, that that's it's fake. <laughs> and I
1: know it is, because I did it. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, did yeah. that a lot of Sundays right. where we put on a production.
0: Yeah, and there's... Your If you're going to video and live stream, especially your church service, it should be excellent. Right. You know, I learned that from Ron Kansler. It's one of the things he taught me, doing things with excellence. Um, it should be the best thing you can possibly do. But there's a fine line between making sure the lighting is right and, like, having mega lighting (laughs) well not even just that to where you got a where
1: you got a guy who's yelling at you like yelling at your lead singers hey you're gonna have to move four steps and taping down like here's a box where you can walk right right, yeah i was that guy who taped out a box on the floor and said you cannot leave this box sorry pastor i know you want to talk to people and do things and
0: but no (laughs) and now i'm like Ooh, why did I do that? <laughs> well, but you know, looking back, like I was in youth ministry for 10, 12 years, however long, long time. Looking back, I regret so many things about what we did. And not even like I felt like we gave you guys a genuine like encounter with God as far as when we had worship, right? And, and right. it looked like church, right? We had some songs and then we right. had a message on. Wednesday nights, but we did so many other things that were not I don't know, man. They were it was just a waste of time. It it didn't feel beneficial. Right. And now like I'm even looking back and I'm like,
1: Yeah, that was cool, but like what did that do for us really? Like Yeah.
0: And well and I, I look back at my time in teaching and, and public education. A lot of the same way, and I think I'll, about how different I was after I had kids and how different my outlook was on a lot of things youth-related after I had kids and the way that I would interact with kids and what I would expect from them. And I go, well, man, that changed my mind. And if I'd had kids those first eight years I was doing youth ministry, like, it might have been a lot different. I can, I can vividly remember,
1: like, the change from, like, Pre-married Danny mm-hmm. to married with Ayla Danny, and yeah. I was like, "This is a whole separate cat. What happened?" It
0: had to be married. It was.
1: It was a light switch that just yeah. flipped, and I was like, w- "We're not playing NASCAR, warming the tires up in the church van anymore."
0: Yeah, he's being safe. you <laughs> telling on me now. <laughs> the statute limitations is up on that. <laughs> Holy smokes yeah pull we're... the trailer and everything right <laughs> let's run over all the bumps
1: right right uh... that's no more a thing and i'm like i'm starting to hit those points without the kids and i'm like oh my frontal cortex finally developed around, right <laughs> yeah 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 uh,
0: yeah no it just we, we did things that were highly entertaining it was a lot of
1: entertaining yeah and, like i get it youth ministry like you kind of got to play this, this line of right. like you're managing attention spans and things. And I can't think of being a youth, youth pastor now. Cause like that's gotta be the roughest thing. Cause you got the TikTok generation now. Who's like on a 15, 30 second time. That's it. Timeline. And it's like, that's them. all you can keep them for. And it's yeah. like, how do you preach the gospel? And, Show them Jesus in thirty seconds or well, under.
0: Don't, you know, our bylaws, our forms of unity here at our church says we won't have that. Like we just won't have youth ministry. Everybody just goes to church, and we'll you know there's discipleship and things that I have to do as pastor, and our other elders have to do, and things that fathers and sons are supposed to do, uh-huh. families and things like that. And there are people who don't have dads at home, and we've got you know that's accounted for too because those are the people that scripture spells out that we're supposed to be helping. Um, but if you, you get into youth ministry, it's hard to get out of it. Right. right? Cause I, as a church, I mean, you, you,
1: well, you're stuck kind of coddling some children and not letting them get what they really need. And you're right. like, kind of just like being a helicopter parent yeah. or whatever. And you're like, ah, oh, my son doesn't need to learn that we're going to talk about this. No, we're not. Yeah. I'm pulling yeah. him out for that week. Right. No, your son needs to learn about why you shouldn't have sex before marriage. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like
1: we're going to, we're going to talk about these things. Right. Why you shouldn't do X, Y, and Z.
0: Yeah. And if you're, if you're going to do youth ministry, like that's what it should be. Right. You know, we're youth ministries. So like pizza and extreme dodgeball, as my friend Jacob Travis says, you know. Not uh, everybody. There's some guys out there that do it right, but we we do these things where we have these these concerts and these events and this fun stuff. And there's nothing wrong with having fun, but that that becomes the focal point. And then kids graduate from youth group, and and if we see them again, we don't see them until they're thirty. And they're like, I don't know, I know Jonah
1: built a, a boat. Right. That, yeah, that's where yeah. this comes from. Yeah. It's it's that coddling where it's like, okay, well, what did you really learn him? In youth group today, oh no, we played dodgeball yeah. and I hit Sally Lou in the face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please don't hit Sally Lou in the face. Uh, but yeah, that's that's but, what we're yeah. up against. And, and then we're like, why don't they come to big church? Mm. Well, y'all ain't playing dodgeball in there. They, <laughs> they
1: they they didn't learn how to like manage their attention span and say, okay, there's there's a time to be reverent and attentive yeah. and be in the scripture and do what we're supposed to do. That's tough
0: stuff, man.
1: And I'm, I'm, I'm saying all this and I'm like, man, I gotta get back on that ride too. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. I fall behind like everybody does.
0: Everybody does. It's so easy to, to, to not go for a week and then it's been a month and then it's been six months. And now it's been like, well,
1: I, I come hang out with you all the time yeah. and which is, this is, this has really helped kind of build that back. And I'm like, okay, I can kind of trust some, like I, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: and there's and some church hurt is a thing, man. It's a real thing, and it's hard. The church should be the place that you go where you're just not going to get hurt. Not convicted. That's different. We we should all get convicted, but to get hurt by something somebody does that that harms our trust of them. Church, it shouldn't happen there. No. And when it does, well, man, this is is church. This is the one place that it wasn't
1: supposed to ever happen, and now it's happened, and it's like— well, where the flip flop do I go? Yeah. What do I do now? If you like, can't trust the church. And unfortunately that's like a lot of churches nowadays that have been corrupted and turned into corporations almost. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I can't trust that. Like, I don't, I don't want to put faith in that. Like, I don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah. That's tough, man. And
1: yeah, it's just, there's, there's an honesty with your church and it felt really refreshing so I, I'm a I'm a brag on you a little bit. I know yeah. you don't like it, but uh, yeah.
0: well, it's, what's it's, brag on you? How about that?
1: <laughs> it is it is all a God thing because yep. you guys got together during COVID and
0: created a saying from the world's falling. Yeah, yeah. It was a <laughs> tough time to like. I had been in ministry forever. It was my. First time being a pastor, they were like, hey, you're our guy. What? what? <laughs> I'm not, I promise. I promise uh, I'm not. But yeah, it's, I don't know, not an opportune or ideal time to become a pastor, but it's been great. I don't I don't think there's ever like an
1: opportune time definitely when not. somebody's
0: like, <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely want to be a pastor. Yeah, I'm 100%
1: ready now. Like, yeah, I, I hope not. That's the guy you don't trust. It's yeah. the guy who's like, Oh yeah, i want to be a pastor. I'm gonna be a pastor got now. All the
0: answers, everything's figured out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, 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 friend. no
1: uh, no. Uh uh. Lord us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to go through some struggles and feel some.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. For <laughs> no. sure.
1: So what's the next steps for the church? Like what where 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 are we going next?
0: We we've gotta expand. We're in a space now where we're we got one little room in this building and You know, we're limited by the size of these walls right now as far as what we can do in terms of programs and other things. But we've got to fill the room up first. So we're bringing in new families, young families. I had a really young family in here yesterday talking about possibly joining the church. It was fantastic. Um, We've got to add people, and we've got to be – Faithful about gathering and meeting, and, and we've got plans, man. We've got our our vision long term, thirty, fifty, hundred years from now is to have an orphanage and a hospital and a nursing home and a Bible college and all these things, you know. And we're in in one room right now, so like that's where our vision is. And next is the best question, right? But it's for now, it's it's being faithful and being. Uh, good stewards of what we've been blessed with so far. Um, but yeah, people are people are starting to find us. Um, they're starting to, the name is, is getting out into the community. And this is, there's a church that meets in that place on Broad Street and the sign out front. We didn't have a sign here for several right, months, but it's right, gone right. a long
1: way. Um, Which I, I do, I'm going to also brag on
0: you. Where'd you come up with Rome Reformed Church? Man, it was the the first time we met as a church like this is our church we, we hadn't planned on being a church when we started meeting during COVID and we were meeting in a bar at the time uh, but when we decided to all gather together and be a church was at the courtyard Marriott uh, across the river over here and we had reserved the room for that Sunday and they called me on like Thursday or Friday and said hey we gotta put a sign up outside the door so people know it's reserved what do you want your thing to be called and i was like uh, we hadn't talked about it just hadn't talked about it at all um and I was like we're in Rome Rome we are reformed and this is a church so let's go with that like we're rome reformed church and i was going to put it on the sign that sunday and then we were going to talk about it and pick a name right and we talked about it a little bit later on and everybody was kind of like no that's that's good let's go with that That's a solid so name so we did yeah right it's 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 where we are it's who we are and it's what we do it's, sure. it's solid. Like, I love it. I'm like,
1: it's easy. It's like, okay, cool. cool, cool, cool. And you're, all, you're on
0: Broad Street. like I love being on Broad Street. Uh, right? You got like the prime of the prime of the prime. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It really is. We're, this is, like I said, it's not a church building. It's not even ideal for a church to gather in. But it's in a fantastic place because I get to talk to people all day long on Broad Street about our church and, That's... more importantly, about our God. So, you know, it's just, it's a great, like we're in the middle of the mission field. Right. Like you know? you're, yeah, you're not
1: off to the side on a compound right. where it's like people have to come to you. No, you,
0: the people are already here for
1: you. Like you, yeah. you just got to walk out your door and you're there. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: what's well, like, what people, you know, I bump into people on the street out here and in restaurants and different places. And they're like, well, what do you do? I said, "Well, I'm a pastor of this little church up the street," and they go, "Oh, yeah, I saw your sign out front. Well, maybe I will come check you out one Sunday." I'm like, "Yeah, come check us out, please, every Sunday. <laughs> please. Just give us one chance, and I promise you, yeah. it, it's gonna
1: be different." Than yeah, you.
0: it is. It's it's different, but uh, people that find us are looking for what we're doing here, which is totally cool. Like,
1: yeah. I, I'm, it is a different experience. Like, it it, it is a it's a culture shock yeah. for yeah. some people who come from like. Any other church because yeah. it's you, you sing psalms you yeah. you preach straight from the Bible you're not storytelling with props oh, and man. TVs and banners and bless our hearts we, we were guilty of it I'm guilty yeah, of it because yeah. I, I created all that uh, stuff right,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember being asked to preach in a church one time and they were disappointed that I didn't have like a PowerPoint. Which is cool. And There's nothing inherently wrong with no. having a PowerPoint. It just wasn't on my radar at the time, certainly. And it's not now. We don't do that here either. Yeah. Um, that's a resource thing for us at this point. We may at one point put sermon notes up on the screen or, you know, whatever. Um, but that's the mindset. It's so technology-driven and lights and sound and things. And that's great. That's great. If it helps spread the gospel, like, let's do it. But it right. better, better be the
1: gospel. Yeah, we can't we can't pull some Bethel stuff and throw some glitter in the air. Oh. I <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we we can take I'm going to take shots. <laughs> do
0: it, do it. What we do here. <laughs> I ain't that person no more. Oh, man. It was I don't know. I was having a conversation about that earlier today, as a matter of fact, about Bethel and Hillsong and all their their, their, their problems. problems. <laughs> their hocus the pocus say. they do. Problems. Yeah. Smoking
1: mirrors. Uh,
0: Bless their hearts. It smoking.
1: works. It gets people in though. But like, do they really love Jesus or do they love the coolness factor? And they're like, yeah, I'm a part of this church. It's a fantastic atmosphere.
0: Yeah. Well, you know that It's I a could, club. Uh, right? I, could, I was going to say you could get that same atmosphere at like, the tabernacle in Atlanta, you know, or right any other concert venue <laughs> or your favorite bands playing.
1: But going back, I just thought about this. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. it's a club when it's the, all the big flashy lights. But then like you get some churches that are a country club where yeah. it's like, you're not welcome. If you're not in a three piece suit and ready to roll Yeah, and rolling up, like you just played nine holes <laughs> uh, yeah, right you, beforehand. You look Good. Yeah. Like, <sighs> They're the country club churches who are like, nah, you're not welcome. We're not going to change nothing. Yeah. This is how it's been for 100 years. You ain't welcome here. Don't bring new ideas. That's tough. So, like, church is so wild right now. There's so many variations and, like, different takes on it. Mm -hmm. There's a million different ways we can go, but I feel like there are some some people hitting it out of the park right now, and then there's some who are like,
2: hmm are you sure you want to do that
0: (laughs) it's kind of always been that way though i mean it it wasn't always lights and sound but there's always been people who were doing things that ultimately led others astray instead of pointing them to jesus right like as long as that's been around (laughs) paul warned people against it you know if, if we or even an angel preaches some other gospel well like any gospel that's not the gospel is some other gospel Right So if it's The gospel of uh, Lights And, and, and <laughs> Disco ball And like You know That's or, your gospel That's or, not the gospel The gospel of
1: Prosperity So I can Buy three jets And ride them off And name them oh, The
0: s- You've heard this podcast Before <laughs> haven't you
1: <laughs> The father The son And the holy spirit Oh man Let's That's say. what he named The planes Yeah That's what he named His planes
0: Jesse Duplantis <laughs> I would like to give Jesse Duplantis a free jiu-jitsu lesson. I could do that. I feel like you could. I yeah. feel like that's a fair assessment. I'm no of expert, like... man. But I'm a blue belt. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, uh, I could help Jesse understand some things. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Wait, it's... What I should say is I'd like to point it. Point him to scripture that talks about all the things he's doing, but he's, right. he's not going to listen. We 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 don't advocate violence at all. Yeah, none, <laughs> no, none whatsoever, none whatsoever.
1: Which totally on that subject, I still got to get you password so you can watch the righteous gem, righteous gemstones.
0: Oh man, I have to. I have to watch at least a few episodes, and then we'll come back and talk about that.
1: Yes, because. It's not exactly like child friendly, so be forewarned. Like right. that. there's some swearing, but like the message is there, and it it feels like that's me, you, and Pile who just fingers hit the nail on the head, making jokes. Um, the whole stuffing money in the walls was called two years uh, beforehand.
0: That's insane. How <laughs> can how does your church have enough money that you can stuff some in the wall? How do you how does five hundred thousand dollars just go missing in your church
1: and not be like? Mm, that's suspicious. Because
0: somebody's <laughs> in on it. <laughs> somebody's. There's yeah, there's man. a whole crew there doing that. Somebody's getting a cut, and the rest <laughs> is going into the wall for later use. In case of emergency. <laughs> yeah, you should look. You know, this is the kind of place where you find a stash of old money like that. I wonder if Sherman hid
1: some or something somewhere.
0: I don't know. They were kind of taken by the time they got here. It wasn't so much leaving. <laughs> but, uh
1: Was it? No, it's the Confederates lost gold somewhere, isn't it? Somewhere. I thought there was like a a whole conspiracy
0: on like Confederate lost gold down here. There are a ton of cannon barrels buried around because they used to make cannons here in Rome. And when Sherman and his guys came through, as opposed to surrendering the cannons, they chucked them down the wells and all these old houses around town. What? That's the story. That's the story when we went to the History Center. That's the story that I got, I guess, the day before. Maybe two days before when I went in and set up the the tour. Because we just got the the Nathan Forrest story. And I was like, okay, this
1: this guy ain't as scary as they made him out to be. (laughs) Yeah, all that terrible stuff
0: wasn't really his idea <laughs> <laughs> no he just got thrown into it yeah was like, they, they needed oh. a figurehead and, and he had a popular name so they tossed him these are the things you learn at the rome area history center
1: which is a fantastic resource if you really learn is. about the history of rome it really is Since we're just it.
0: chasing rabbit trails yeah that's <laughs> one of the places we went on the peach ride yes it is but yeah good stuff i don't know you just you you can learn all kinds of things when you listen to somebody who knows what they're talking about which you know <laughs> that <and we> don't <laughs> so many times funnily enough
1: that brings us back to the peach ride we just listen to people like, yeah i don't know yeah. if there was a whole lot
0: of you talking there wasn't well i'm for the best because i'm not super fantastic at it I'm, my conversation is as good as whoever the other person is <laughs> I mean? but that was that was cool to just let people talk yeah yeah we that's what we Dude. do here we talk but to let somebody else just tell their story and you know it's easy to ask somebody about themselves they don't mind talking about themselves like i can tell you about me i'm good at that
1: i will say it does feel weird on this side i'm like i have to talk and like carry a conversation yeah you've been (laughs) able to pop in for like a
0: one-liner you know i know i (laughs) pop popping alex jones they're turning the freaking Bronx game i saw that video earlier today and i thought about you (laughs) But uh yeah it's a little different to sit on this end and It is it's it's kind of fun like I was
1: the drive over I was like I don't know what he's going to ask me what what am I going to talk about what, what what there was like 70,000 rabbit trails in my yeah. head I'm like what am I going to do what am I going to say what if what what what
0: if this happens <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel that way before just about every episode still especially like I've had a couple people on that like I didn't really know you Know and the first time I actually met them was when they sat down in that chair and we started talking about things. I'm like, Man, I hope I can keep this conversation going. That's <laughs> This whole time, I'm like, Oh, this has been easy. Like, I was so worried about nothing. Yeah, well, it always goes that way <laughs> when you sit down. And you know, I the my first criteria <clears throat> for determining guests that I want to have on is, Am I interested in talking to this person? Like, that's it. That's the first criteria. Um, the second is, am I going to have to fight with this person? You know, <laughs> like, I don't want to argue with people. There are plenty of podcasts for that. Um, but yeah, if I'm I'm interested in talking to you, that's that's why I have you on. And then in that spirit, the conversation takes care of itself. So I'm asking you about you and this, these things that you do, and you would love to talk about you and all this stuff. I you, know. Right? <laughs> Whoever you know is sitting in the chair. It it's it's
1: wild. By the way, speaking of, like, fighting people, so, like, if we upgrade to a bigger table, can we get some people who you you can argue with?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Mike Tyson rule? The Mike Uh, Tyson rule, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. We were talking about having a uh, famous former pro wrestler on.
1: That would be cool. That was here local. That's cool. That's cool.
0: Yeah. That
1: would be fantastic. We got to get some. Yeah. But even, like... The Chris Piles still have cool stories. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Like, I'm not the most interesting person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you that right now. Yeah, but enough people. I mean, you've been A
0: person. You've been around for 20-ish episodes now. <sighs> Has it? Yet? Yeah. Pretty close. And people have heard your voice. And you've given, like, positive, like like, input that helped the show, you know. And so that's what people know about you. They know about one line here and there, and (laughs) Tango is pretty quick with Google
2: or whatever. I am. It's weird.
1: I don't have a laptop screen or anything. I got an iPad over here that shows us. Yeah, just
0: digging it up. (laughs) But but I knew that people would be interested in, like, hearing your story, hearing from you and and seeing you, the people that watch video. I know. This is a (sighs) – I'm finally on camera, which means I'm caught. Like,
1: I, they know what I look like. You I know? know you can't there's, go out in public there's, anymore. There's no ski mask hiding. No, We're not no. that famous, bro. <laughs> it's, just not, <laughs> it's just
0: not like that. Uh, it,
1: it's weird. Like, I love media and everything, but I'm like, oh, I don't care to be on camera. To be no, all on cameras. Don't. <laughs> yeah.
0: No pictures, please. <laughs> I didn't either, man. I, I was, when I grew up as a kid, like, I never, you never would have convinced me that I would be doing this. Um, same as pastor in church, for that matter. But uh, we, I had a class in school that we were doing mass media, which is what we call the kind of thing that you do at the time, and I was fired up about learning how to operate the board and the cameras and the microphones and all these things, and then, like, last week of school, our person who, we used to do the announcements at school, like, on video, and they, we'd beam them out to the whole school or whatever. And the last week of school, the person had, like, exempted their finals, and they weren't at school anymore so they were like somebody's got to go on camera and they were like you you're gonna do it And i was was petrified the first time i did it i loved it it was fantastic and i've really never looked back so it's been great here we are 30 years later 25 25 years later that's
1: that's 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 really how i felt like oh we have we had a podcast uh me preston and john some guy smoking and that's where like i was like okay i'll be on camera and i was like I got to lead this thing. Okay. Let's, let's, let's turn into that. And I was like, Oh, I kind of like this, but also yeah. like, I like that side too. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah, that yeah, side yeah, more, yeah, yeah. but uh, so every cool. now and then, yeah, every now it's and then cool to get side. back into it and have a mic. Like I, I'm not so awkward that I can't like talk to you and not be weird. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, I don't know. Everybody listens to podcasts these days. So, And especially if you've heard, like, I'm going to be on a podcast coming up, and so I've been listening to it to kind of get the gist of how it goes and things like that. And I was like, well, that's not so different from other podcasts and ones that I've listened to. So, like, it's not such a leap anymore to be on a podcast, because you you get it. Like, it's it's famous, famous, it's popular enough now. Where everybody and their mama has one. Everybody's got one, and everybody's been on one, or you're at least familiar with the concept. Right. So, yeah, not such a transition anymore. Joe Rogan blew this thing up. He Joe did, Rogan man. made he podcast did. a thing. Joe Rogan is the reason that we're sitting here today. Is he really? Like he just, yeah. I mean, he put podcasting on the map. There were a couple before him, like Adam Curry, I think, is known as like the first ever podcaster. Um, Tom Green had his thing. which nobody had ever even heard the term podcast then it wasn't a thing but then joe really put it on the map and then he introduces us to jamie vernon who you know when people talk about tango on burnham podcast they're like oh yeah he's just like young jamie Right, and you know, so that's that's what this model is. We we stole a Rogan model. We did, and I'm we all did. for it because yeah. like it
1: works. It
0: works we, really well. We stole the Rogan model, and it's got like a Jocko flavor because all of Jocko's podcasts are military themed. Right, right. We're not military themed, but we're we're themed. All of we are themed, and we talk about you know things around that theme. Joe yeah. just talks about everything. You you have a but, niche, which yeah. totally. Is it niche or niche? I don't know that either of those are incorrect.
1: (laughs) You hear it both ways. Like, I know the little shelf in my shower is a niche, because
0: (laughs) I... Niche or niche. Comment down below. What you think? Yeah, I don't know how you would articulate that in writing somebody smarter than me. That's why we talk and not write, right? Yeah. Niche. (laughs) English. I'm bad. If you think it's niche, just type N-I-T-C-H, and we'll go with that. (laughs) And if it's niche, then you spell it the way that it's spelled. Yeah, it. we'll yeah. do that. <laughs> Be sure to Fantastic. comment. Fantastic! Woo! It's a good nah. time to end an episode when we no, nah. no. Nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can. I, I have. This is weird. Like neither of us know how long we've been going.
0: We don't, do we?
1: No, there's normally I,
0: I can comment. I, know, to I would you. ask you at one point. If we're <laughs> doing it on time, but. uh... I don't here we are, right? Normally there's fingers or something that go up warning you like hey, yeah. <laughs> 3 minutes left. Wrap up the uh dissertation.
1: Like I know we got like 380 minutes
0: left on oh, that yeah. that right hard drive so we're time. good. It's <laughs> only 7:30 so we're we're in good shape. I don't mm. know, we didn't we didn't start until after 6. Okay, so that's solid like. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's been a while. Uh, I don't know. So where do we go next for the hometown? Let's take I'm going to put we, you on the spot. Where where we do we, go what do like we do next?
0: Specifically for Hometown or for like the Burnham Project as a whole? Oh,
1: let's touch Hometown and then okay. the Project.
0: So the very first Peach ride, we blew up in Boultrie. Okay. And we finished the trip with the bike on a trailer because we just didn't have it. Like we, The belt thing, we got the belt thing resolved. and like The scooter just wasn't enough. It was It just didn't make it. So we ended up finishing from... Not from Moultrie because we were okay after, but Valdosta over to the coast. Um, so I would like to go do that stretch again. Okay. Specifically, I'd like to go to Folkestone. Okay. Which is nowhere. We talked about it earlier. Like it about <laughs> in, in the Florida. swamp. We went from Folkestone over to uh, Jekyll. Let's do it. So I'd like to do that. There are plenty of reasons to go to Jekyll that people are aware of Folkston is will be the main focus. Cause there's some cool stuff there that a lot of people probably just don't know about.
1: I didn't even know it was a real place right until we started town, this. And I was swear, like, what is Folkston Georgia? If You're
0: a Georgia bulldog football fan. You know that the Bailey brothers are from Folkston champ and boss. And there was a third one. He was younger. I forget, but these guys like they were monsters. They played in the NFL and, all kinds of stuff. Fantastic athletes, um, and they've had some other guys from there too, like Dwight Dasher and and, and several other dudes that top talent individuals um, come out of there. So, like if you're you'll know them if you're a bulldog fan. Uh, otherwise, they're famous for trains. There's like a there's choo-choo a, trains. like choo-choo trains. <laughs> there's a place there called the Folkston Funnel. So, when you go through South Georgia and the North Florida, it's swamp. Right, it's just the Okefenokee Swamp is enormous. Right, right, and giant reptiles that all the eat you. good places to put train tracks have roads on them. So there's a, a way to get into Florida through the swampy part if you go through Folkestone. It's like the way for a train to get into Florida. Ooh. So there's just trains that run through all day, and they have what they call the funnel. Everything is funneled into Folkestone to go into Florida and vice versa. Oh. Um, but they have like an observation deck there with like the Norfolk Southern scanner playing and you hear uh, Norfolk Southern 619 ETA six minutes to Folkestone and people like get up out of the chairs. There's like a crowd of people in this observation deck and they get up and they start setting up their cameras. People camp what? out there waiting on this particular train to come through. And it's like your favorite batter's coming up at the baseball game, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's going to hit one out. And, like, people start standing up, and they get their cameras out, and they watch this train go by. And I thought that sounds super lame.
1: Like, in theory, it sounds super lame, but I'm over here, I'm like, when I saw I it. I kind of want to go see this because it fantastic. sounds kind of cool. It was
0: contagious. You got there, and they were like, I was like, what's going on? And they were like, train number is coming. And I was like, oh, yeah? And they were like, Yeah. And I said like, okay yeah I'm with it too <laughs> <try>. <laughs> but it became this thing and you're like every 10 minutes or, or less even a train comes through and but yeah people camp out and try to get like yeah. the the best camera spot and all kinds no. of stuff it's wild dude mean, you got this swamp and all kinds of other cool stuff to do there too but I was like, man, the Folkestone Funnel is really cool. That mob mentality psyop gets yeah, you. It does. It does. Because <laughs> I was like, well, that's that's cool. Whatever. It's nostalgic that you get to yeah. sit here and watch your train. And then you look at the, the tags on the cars in the parking lot, and they're like Louisiana and Tennessee and and Why? Indiana and people that had come there to see this. Like, y'all don't have trains where you live? <laughs> like, no, man, this is the Folkestone Funnel. Like, okay cool let's get fired up about trains <laughs> oh, it's awesome it's cool but there are towns like that everywhere that have that whatever their thing is you know that's their thing that, that alligators that story yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. wicked yeah it's it's cool stuff but yeah i don't know i saw i want to go to folkston okay um as far as georgia goes outside of georgia we talked about going destination yeah. hometown outside of georgia apart from the peach ride uh, I want to go to Hutchinson, Kansas.
1: Birthplace of Superman. Birthplace of Superman.
0: <laughs> um, home of the the salt mines where that all sounds the, so wicked
1: cool. Like, yeah, I'm cool, all right? for
0: it. Perfect temperature underground and, and no humidity and they do things like store original Disney films there. That's so cool. Yeah, it's super awesome so cool. stuff. They've got the uh the Blue Dragons football squad, number one in the country mm-hmm. right now. Uh junior college level. Uh, what else? They got the the, the Kansas State Fairs there. They got that. They got the... Uh, the Cosmosphere.
1: The, the Cosmosphere isn't like a aerospace thing? Yeah, it's an aerospace yeah. museum.
0: Yeah. Yes. They got Sputnik in there. Pieces of the Berlin Wall. They got all kinds of stuff. And I don't know about Kansas. the Berlin Wall there. Yeah, they you told me about Sputnik. <laughs> two giant chunks of the Berlin Wall. Uh, there's some kind of uh, NASA space engineer type person who lives there. And I forget which space module it was that landed in the ocean.
1: One, one of, the of the
0: Apollos. Yeah, one of the Apollo, two or three or whatever it was, um, landed in the ocean, and they recovered it. Well, it's been in the salt water, so, like, it's in bad shape, right? When they're like, we need you to restore this. It's like, that's cool, but you got to leave it here. So they built a museum around this, and now it's this big thing, and they've got, like, the Apollo 13 what? command module in there and all this wild stuff that... Has no business in Hutchinson, Kansas. In the middle this of... This is Smithsonian <laughs> stuff, you know. But it's it's a super cool town, and I'd love to go there. Um, I'd like to go to Richwood, West Virginia. That was your mission trip, Phil. We've that was your first mission trip, me and, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean Chris Harris used to go up there. We've been up there three or four times. It was the only place I ever went that somebody really discouraged me from approaching somebody with the gospel. And uh, I was like, "So what's the deal?" And they were like, "Oh, they'll kill you." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> oh, this was out of town okay. a little bit, outside of town. We were <laughs> trying to reach you know as many people as we could and all that good stuff. And we were like, "What about that road up there? Where does that go?" And they were like, "No, don't, don't go there. Don't That's go death. There. Yeah, uh, they'll kill you." <laughs> so, okay, cool. So we're not going up there. We'll be like, hey, you guys want to come down? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> so. Good deal. so.
1: What happens if that's like your Jonah
0: story and they're like, uh, you got to go up there, dude. It might be. <laughs> it might, I always wonder. I was talking to somebody yesterday about my Jonah. Where, where is my Where is my Nineveh That's what I, I think about it. And I go, is it, maybe it's Atlanta, you know, and uh, <laughs> not a big uh, fan of Atlanta. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff there, man. But Atlanta is an hour away from Atlanta. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's just, I, why do you all want to live on top of each other like that? Why, why would
1: you do that? You live in a giant circle surrounded by roads. And it's just, ah, yeah. nobody knows where the roads are going. They just go a hundred miles an hour. That's all that really matters. No, it's, I heard it from one of my favorite comedians that was like, look, here's the reason why nobody knows what to do on I-75 anymore and why they've never stopped us because... Sherman burnt their original plans when he came oh, through. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're kind of just making it up like, yeah, we're, we're going to put this bridge over this road and make another I-75 on oh, top of no, I-75 man. and yeah, they call it a
0: Peach pass. Piling up asphalt <laughs> down there. Yeah. Oh, it's wild. It's a wild place. I don't know. My Nineveh. I would rather it be that tiny little pocket in West Virginia. I would like for it to be that. Yeah, I mean, if that's how it's got to be. But it worked out for Jonah in the end, right? It he did, it did. And preached, and these people repented.
1: Yeah, one day. You know, I, I now I'm like, where would my Nineveh be? And I'm
0: not sure
2: <laughs> if
1: well, I've hit that
0: point yet. You hope you never, like it never comes to that, right? Right. you like, well, why don't you just start a church in your hometown? And you go, okay, okay. I'll do that. I'll, I I I'll roll with you on that. Let's let's roll. <laughs> I need to go back to West Virginia, regardless. Though I just haven't been up there in several years. Lots of cool stuff. I hope my boy Donnie Smith is recovering well. He's been up in the hospital for a while in, uh up in Nicholas County. Um, so I hope he's doing well. He, he got home. He's doing doing a lot better now. He was really sick for a while, but I think they got him straightened out. So I'm I'm kind
1: of curious of like some of the, some of our listeners on like what they think their cool hometown is. Like I'm, I'm curious of like where some other people think are like really cool places like Fulton and LJ and Richwood. Like I want to get some more ideas and hear what people got. It's a good idea. I think that's where this whole change my mind thing comes from. I want to do something on the street where we find out some fun stuff. Yeah. We could do that. Get to
0: interact. We could do that. You guys are getting, this is just a, this is a production meeting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This, is, <laughs> this is, is really what the it is. Inside scoop.
1: Talking about things that we talk about off camera, yeah, on camera. Yeah,
0: No, you guys, you, you get it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, we can, I, I like the, 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 the public question thing. I don't even want to call it the change my mind. Though.
1: No, no, no. But, we got to come up with something cooler. Yeah.
0: Easy. We can do that. We can visit these places and we can shoot documentary film. Crowder's got his thing. We can make our Crowder does. It's not like we're above ripping off other people's no! stuff either. So <laughs> like we said, we're taking the Rogans. A, yeah, it might look a lot like that. I got the the name idea came from Jocko because right. he's just Jocko podcast. There's no V. You start typing in V, there's a million of them, and you gotta flip through them. Nah, but it's just, just Burnham podcast. Burnham podcast. I dig it.
1: Yeah, like, that's that's the way to go. And then the Burnham project. The Burnham project. Which Overarching. Is- <gasps> That's just, a big super secret
0: thing that we're working on. It is. It is. It's, you, got, you get a little taste of it if you're over on our substack. I need to update the blog. I haven't in a while, but you get the podcast, you get the blog. There, all this other stuff to come. It's, it's exciting, d- man. Dude, I'm excited about it. It's one of those things where, like, you look at your plan and you're like, "Whoa, maybe that's too big. And then, right. then you realize like how much fun it's going to be. <laughs> it really is. And I'm
1: like, nothing's too big for us. No, 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 nobody's making the rules. Like we make our own rules. That's it. This That's is it, our path. It's such choose.
0: a different world now, like this post-COVID world that we live in, where we had that year there where we only had time on our hands, and we got to be so creative and and even ideas that didn't get implemented right away were conceived then and now they're becoming a thing we're doing all this stuff that was based on the amount of free time that we right. had it it, it was kind of like a whole year
1: of the like you know how the the week after Christmas between New Year's yeah and Christmas doesn't that's, exist like nobody knows what time it is there. Yeah, that's how the whole after COVID felt for a little while. That's a fantastic way to explain like, that. It felt like a permanent Christmas between New Year's. Yeah, and it like, did. What was happening? Like I don't it know did. what. Day it is. And
0: even before we started our church gathering, there were a few weeks when there was just nothing. And without once we got Sunday back, like we could I could count backwards and be like, okay, it's been four days so it must be Thursday, you know, whatever. (laughs) But before that, like, time didn't matter. It didn't matter when you slept or when you ate. It just, there was nowhere to be and nothing to do. So it didn't, you know, I know people that, like, got their sleep schedule upside down, and they would go to bed at, like, (laughs) 4 o'clock in the morning and sleep till noon.
1: (laughs) I, okay, so COVID was weird for me, because, like, I remember I was in L.A. um, working with Addy on, Mm -hmm. like, one of the last projects, it's Adidas Addy, Adidas just for the, one of the last the projects out there I ever did. I was out in LA with, and like we were hearing weird rumblings. And I was like, okay, this is weird. I need to get back home. Mm. So, like, as I'm on the plane at LAX and I'm looking around, I see all these people in masks. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I've been out in the mountains of Malibu and nowhere's ah. hiding, <laughs> and I'm like, The dude next to me is wearing a mask. I was like, why is everybody wearing a mask? He's like, have you not heard about COVID? And I was like, I I, I saw it on TikTok. Like, I didn't think of it. I thought it was just the Wu flu from China, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) The Wu flu, the Kung flu. Uh, (laughs) So like, I get on the plane mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, great. We're going to (laughs) die. What do I need to do? Fly back home. I'm home for like a week or two. Fly back out to Utah, and we're in Bryce Canyon, and it's like snowing. It's been snowing for 13 weeks. It feels like yeah, there's <laughs> six feet of snow. I get down to the bottom of Bryce Canyon, and I'm like, <gasps> I can't it's breathe. I'm so dying. Uh, well, that's when I was like, oh, I think I have COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I have. Got back home. No, not COVID. <laughs> just just, the just cold and dying. Oh man. But yeah, like after that, after that project, I didn't have a job anymore. Oh, yeah. I was jobless, and I was like, okay, well, COVID's happening, so the end of the world. Cool,
0: I don't have to have a job. So you you quit working for Adidas? That was like to get home from California, February
1: twenty sixth, I think, or something yeah. like that. Was my last day with them.
0: Huh. And
1: that was my contractor and out. Okay, and I was like, okay, we're going back home, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so I get back home and there's, like, a two-week period of, like, I don't know. I'll figure out what to do. There's a virus of doom coming. Apparently so, right. And um, (laughs) my old boss calls me and he says, hey, um, you want to come back to work? I was like, what? (laughs) You just (laughs) laid me off. What do you mean? He goes, well, we're doing this thing. And we're making masks in the protective face coverings for uh, hospitals and things. And we're 3D printing parts of it, the headband, and putting the acrylic. And I was like, dude, you got like three other guys who are above me. I'm not your starting QB for laser (laughs) work. He goes, yeah, but like, I can't get them. So I'm just going to need an Alex Smith and not Uh. a Pat Mahomes. And I was like... (laughs) Alex Smith to the rescue! Uh,
0: (laughs) Alex Smith still gets paid, homie. He's doing
1: okay. So, like, I started that, and I was like, I only got two weeks off for COVID. Nah, man, that ain't cool. (laughs) So, like, I I got to keep my schedule, and, like, we had slimmed down the factory and retooled for something different, and I was like, I don't get to enjoy it. It's the end of the world, and I'm still working! (laughs) (laughs) Man! What did I do? Uh, tough was, stuff. But gosh, it was that was the whole time was fun. Like it, I, there was so many weird things that happened, and I was it like, was "This a is wild
0: time." Do you think we'll ever have another time like that? Uh, I, I want to say I hope not. I hope that there's not some new virus that just terrifies everybody, <laughs> right? But as an introvert. I kind of want it to happen. I kind of enjoyed what life became. I I don't think I could have done that for longer than for you know we it really around here was like a six month eight month kind of yeah. thing, um, and that was about the end of it. But I would take a, a month or so like that again. I think right without the sickness and you know those. Dude, things. But traffic yeah, just, was
1: so great. Like yeah, I remember I seventy five was
0: yeah. If you had to go anywhere, clean. Which there was like not many places to go, but there, you can still do. Especially in Georgia, we opened back up pretty quick. Governor Kemp did good. <laughs> he did. He did a great job. Um, but so many people chose to stay closed after that. The traffic was still not bad for a long time, right? Like
1: nationwide, they, which during COVID they set the cannonball record. Oh, yeah? From New York to L.A. Yeah. and I want to say it was like. 23 hours or something ridiculous fast and it was wild because they're like we'll never be able to do this without covid because there was nobody on the road police didn't care because they're like nah there's nobody on the road so they just ran it new york to la in like 23 hours yeah it was ridiculous and i'm like this is the wild west now there are no rules the only rules are
0: I got into gigs at you know, the gig economy at that point because you're sitting around doing nothing. And I started with one of the uh, dinner delivery services. We'll call it that, the food delivery. <laughs> yeah. um, and I decided to go try Atlanta one Saturday and just see how much money I could make because everybody was oh. back to curbside pickup and stuff by then, but they were still ordering it through whatever service. And uh, I crushed it down there. I made so much money. But, like, it was wild to just, it like, The Walking Dead, right? I was in about to Atlanta, say, it was probably, like, The Walking Dead, nobody's around. Yeah, nobody <laughs> was out. Like, nobody was out. And you were just, you know, you, you get stuck in a red light sometimes because you couldn't, like, make the light change. You missed a little bump or whatever. <laughs> but, like, for the most part, you just you drive wherever you wanted and didn't sit in traffic. You know, the, the lights worked out perfectly. So, it was odd. It was a wild experience to be in the city of, millions of people that's known worldwide for its traffic and just to be able to cruise around in my little Volkswagen. (laughs) Dude. It was weird, man.
1: Like I'm I'm still thinking like all the crazy things that have happened over the past like four or five years. And I'm like, that doesn't feel like it was four or five years. Well, we
0: got two different eras now, right?
1: We got the pre-COVID and the post-COVID
0: era. Right. This is the way we used to do things. The before times. Yeah, (laughs) like my day job. My day job didn't exist before COVID. Once everybody was like, oh, we can just do this from home. Like my job got created in 21.
1: Oh, so you're you're like a benefit of the yeah. post COVID era, hundred
0: percent, man. Because you know, I work from from our church now. It's still remotely, but it's I don't have to go to our. I would have had before. I would have had to have moved to South Carolina to the to the job that I do, um, wow. but they started outsourcing. They had some remote working <laughs> people, but like my job was created to work. That, that's what it was made for, and so I was like, okay, cool. Like this I, is what came out of COVID.
1: I feel like like so many cool things came out of it. Like yeah. if we don't look at the negatives, but the, yeah, that's a whole new world that opened up was, was the idea of just working from home. And it's like some of these jobs were worthless yeah. in an office. It's like, why do you need an office for that when you can just do it from home?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, there are a lot of places now, like it's it's a thing that big companies are going through right now. They're trying to get people to come back to the office. Yeah, and the people are going, I will quit this job, dude. I'm not going to do that. Everybody's hiring, um, so they're they're getting over that. But now these companies are stuck with these skyscrapers, yeah, and these buildings in these big cities, and they're like, well, what do we do with this building? And I can't sell it because everybody else is working from home too. They don't want because nobody wants a giant building with yeah. 10,000 people in it. Right. no, and I don't want to sit in traffic and buy lunch from fast no. food every day. like,
1: sorry, that's a po- pre-COVID, pre-before yeah, times issue? That was industrial yeah, back then, like, so, sorry. You
0: go to an office and clock in, that's so 2019, right? It's yeah, that really <laughs> is, like, ah, oh, dude, why are you so far back yeah, in time? Yeah, yeah. But if you're gonna, like, work from home, do that, that's fantastic. But especially if you're a single person, you've got to find... Some social life Right Like you gotta get out of the house sometimes Yeah
1: yeah. Which I can I can credit you Having the podcast Like I've kind of built a nice structure Around yeah. this now And I'm like okay I have a routine I know like what's happening What yeah, days yeah, yeah. And like what days I'm working on what Before that I was like eh, Whatever happens Whatever happens We yeah. gonna roll the dice and see Now I'm like nah We got
0: structure And
1: dang it Danny You've yeah. created it <laughs> Grown up, right? you made me grow uh, up.
0: Well, it was you know when we first when you first came on board and we were still kind of going. Well, when does he want to record? And can you do Tuesday? And no, let's do Thursday. And we had to nail it down. Mostly, we're here on a Wednesday tonight. We typically record on Mondays. Yeah, but
2: <laughs> my bad. You know, my no, bad. it's all good.
0: It's all good. We're, we're putting one in the can because you're going to be out of town. But uh, it was. It became a problem, right? Because we're not Joe Rogan and, right, and we Jamie can't Vernon just pop up whenever. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Ah. we got jobs and family and things, and you know, so then we had to kind of nail it down to one night of the week, and with some flexibility. But
1: kind of became a cool little staple, and it's like, okay, we know where we're gonna be.
0: Yeah, this is what we're doing on so, Monday nights. Yeah, it's
1: really cool, and I love it. This is.
0: I'm having so much fun. I think everybody ought to do this. <laughs> I
1: Everybody, yes. Go yeah. start a podcast. Do something like that. Just
0: yeah.
1: Build that stuff. Yeah. I've done whole episodes about <laughs> that before. It's, it's good stuff, man.
0: It's so much fun. It's easy. This is not a hard thing to do. No. and I mean,
1: <clears throat> we even did a couple of episodes where it was just you talking to the camera.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. like,
1: okay, cool. We're, we, we can't grab
0: anybody? Let's just talk to the camera. Because there are no rules, right? We do whatever there
1: we There are no rules. That's one thing, like... As a child, your parents set the rules and then yeah. when you're an adult it's like Well, what are the rules? There there are none. Yeah, there really are I make up my own rules. Yeah. I can go to bed whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. when I wake up for work in the morning, I'm gonna struggle right. and yeah.
0: <laughs> be miserable, but
1: it's a consequence of my
0: <laughs> unless you work some job, you know, you own your own thing, whatever and you set your own schedule, you know, so maybe you don't wake up until 10 in the morning and then you go do what you do for work. And you know, That that part of the world is new too in terms of making yeah. up our own rules. And we get to do a lot of that. That's, that's the fun of being
1: an adult. You get to it figure is, it out. It's it your is. first go-round. <laughs> it's your only, only go-round <laughs> <That's laughs> for most people. Yeah, yeah. There's Hopefully. a select few. <laughs>
0: yeah, Right, right, yeah.
1: Lazarus got a second go at Lazarus it. Lazarus
0: got a, he had a before and after death uh, uh, portions of his life kind of like we had before and after COVID I'm kind of curious about those what four days was it three was it
1: three yeah okay I'm yeah. curious to the like third, no he raised him on the third day okay I'm curious of, like what it was like like how, what did he do when where he was, was Lazarus where was he what was he doing I don't know man I, I thought about that too because you just made, that
0: made me think and I was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick his brain and see well, what he thinks so <laughs> did they let Lazarus go to heaven Right for a couple of days, and then make him leave. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. Like I don't know if you could talk me to leaving after you let me come Why in. Why would you? Da- yeah. So I don't know if maybe he was in some limbo, or limbo is not a good way to say it. I guess no. And we're not going to use the p word. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's no, not, it's not no, a real no, thing. That's um, not a real place. <laughs> Sorry, made, made it up like 200 years ago. Um, <laughs> some guy in a fancy hat. I I'm going to have to dive into that now. Where did he go?
1: Like, what did he do? Like, what? Because surely, like, maybe he did and he was like,
0: yeah, Jesus back on Earth. Maybe so, he was like, just
1: unconscious. It was just a slip, like yeah. a coma.
0: Yeah, kind of like when you, when you sleep overnight and you, like, don't remember or don't have any dreams, Dog. and you just wake up when the alarm goes off, and you like, you don't really miss <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I do that sometimes. I just hit the bed, and it's boop, just right done. back up. Yeah, and I'm I was, like, I was that way last night. What so happened tired. guys? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to find out where he went. We'll get to ask him one day. Yeah. <laughs> There's hey, so bro. many questions I got where, when where I get at? there. Where are you at in that couple of days? What happened? Fill
1: like, us in. Please. Yeah. Just, <clears throat> I want to know that. And then I want to know some other stories. Oh man, Yeah. A million questions. Do you think when we get to heaven, we're going to still have those questions or like, it's just...
0: mm. I don't know. I think we'll know more. We'll understand a lot of things that we didn't understand. We may still have questions, but, like, all these concepts that we, I think we'll understand how God made the planets orbit, you know, and the moon and the tides. I think we'll have a grasp of that. But I think we'll need to be like, so, Daniel, when they threw you in the lion's den, like, what was the first thing across your, you know, like, I think we'll still have those questions, which like, will just
1: be cool. In, in my head, canon, like, I really want to have
0: podcast in heaven so we can <laughs> talk to <laughs> some of these people. <laughs> so we got the three Hebrew boys here with us tonight. Right. What was right. it like in that fire? How hot really was it? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I know even, the guy melted. <laughs> yeah, the one guy melted. Uh, but your hair didn't even burn. So, you know, what are we talking about here? <clears throat> the fun wrap... Dude, they're getting to see the fun rabbit trail.
1: They are. They
0: are. <laughs> this is it. This is. The, these are the things we talk about when we're we're we're, we're kind of squarely individuals at this, this point. This is the off-air stuff, <laughs> the, the behind the scenes. You might charge you guys on Patreon to even watch this episode. We still haven't mentioned that we have a Patreon. What's our Patreon? Philistine. I believe it is Burnham Podcast there you, at Patreon dot com. You made it, bro. We'll deal <laughs> with that. <laughs> be a ruckus rider please A ruckus rider we'll take all the ruckus riders we can get what, what is a ruckus rider uh that's our our
1: top tier of patreon so yeah. we're gonna have two um we'll announce more but like that's our top tier where like we're gonna shout you guys out and like you want to be a supporter and help us grow because like we want to grow we want to be yeah. able to show you guys more things and Unfortunately, we live in an economy world where we got to make some capital.
0: And yeah, we're limited
1: by our resources. Our ideas are
0: unlimited these days, and there are no rules, but there are limitations. There, there are resource a set. Yeah. <laughs> we
1: have a sandbox that we can play in. Yeah, yeah. And we got to get some funding going, because like some of these ideas are like we want to go to Richwood, West Virginia. That's going to cost a couple of dollars. Yeah. Going yeah. out to Hutch, Kansas. Gonna cost some dollars. Cost some
0: dollars, but we've got you know the doggy bag treats. Yes, they're we they're do. on board with us, and they've got that great discount code Burnham O one at checkout. Yes. Um, but yeah, we'll pick up some more sponsors yes. and <laughs> the Patreon folks. We got some merch coming.
1: Yes, we do. You got that sneak peek on that? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It looks great, man. I'm fired up. We it's got... weird to have my face on a shirt or a I, sticker or a cup or any of the things that we got.
1: I was going to say, we don't have any of the stickers don't, on us today don't,
0: I'm, <laughs> about giving them all away. I got to get some more. I,
1: I'll put a new order in this week.
0: That's why I have a producer, <laughs> right? Cause I don't even know where he ordered this stuff from. It just shows up, which is great. It's, it's in fantastic. My email. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. All good. We're, we're a partnership at this
1: point oh, we really <laughs> with are. your face on it. God, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> I,
0: I Justin Franklin made that for me. Um, And if you saw the, when you see the Georgia Peach Ride uh, series, you'll meet Justin. Um, But he made that graphic for me in 2018 when we started doing this. And uh, it was weird when he sent it to me. I was like, oh, that's my face. Ah! You know, it's not my face, (laughs) but it is. And then now to see it on like a sticker and a t-shirt and it's weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was curious, I was like, I I feel weird And then like We got some
0: cool Peach ride stuff Coming out we too We do We got some Some awesome Peach ride stuff Happening It took a minute To get that artwork In but oh, man, oh, so It's exciting though I'm fired up We got a lot of Cool stuff going on all this cool, all these cool things are happening. And so yeah. like, we just got to push the ball
1: further and keep we chugging do, along.
0: We do. And I don't know, I guess I've got to try not to become a celebrity pastor. Duh. That's the battle. <laughs> the current dichotomy right now is uh, nah documentary filmmaker versus celebrity pastor. I don't know. That's corny. I don't, I don't <laughs> think there's any Carl Lentz in you at all. Uh, man, I hope not. I hope not. I pray against it like <laughs> all the time. I never want to
1: be anywhere near that. No.
0: Uh, that's that's gross to even think about him. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm out on that. No, nah, no,
1: nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> See, oh, shoot. Can, can we take a potty break real quick? We can. Yeah, you got the switches over here. We can do whatever. I'm going to take a potty break real quick. All right,
0: bet. Well, and not having them on both ears is like yeah. There's a weird like bounce thing <laughs> I like It was kind of squishing this side of my face
1: I think I'm just so used to it at this point With like Maybe so You know what I'm going to do? Switch them I'll Switch them the ear i backwards this whole time anyway See, now you're doing what I'm doing
0: <laughs> Switch them out You asked me yesterday which of my ears was dominant I guess we have a dominant ear We have figured it out It's yeah. your left ear It's my left ear after it only took me an hour and 48 <laughs> minutes to realize that it was not my
1: right ear. It's okay. While you were in the bathroom, I was talking to future me about
0: editing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cut all that out. Get talking to future me. That's cool, right? I get to talk to future me. Right. Like, yeah, we talk about that with podcasting, and, and it's on the internet forever, right? I so I like to say things like, so if you're listening to this in, in the year 2045, you'll understand that this is Tango's humble beginnings and now that he's a Hollywood producer with a gajillion dollars and a Lamborghini like this is where he all started and I'm hiding it all in the walls right <laughs> in the walls of your mansion in Kingston, Georgia oh yeah, yeah 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 totally yeah good stuff good stuff I don't know. I couldn't. There's a Ferrari. I know a guy with a Ferrari for sale right now. If you're interested, uh, man, he only wants fifty-six thousand dollars. <laughs> got some aftermarket seats and wheels. I mean, what? yeah. Is this know. the
1: same guy we know? Like, I know this guy. Uh, no, no, different, okay. different guy. This is a different guy. Yeah. This ain't the guy who's who's
0: got the who, who mountain lights, lights huge piles of cash on fire. No, different guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, different, different guy, different Ferrari. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I can't afford it, so I'm just no, I can't lie. either. I, mean, I can we're looking for a car again for Ayla, probably not going to be the Ferrari. I got a 2016 Honda Civic. There you go, yeah, because well, <laughs> I like to be cheap on gas, <laughs> yeah. And, it's, and I don't need you know, Joel, brother Joel Smiley O'Reilly has his uh, what is it, a uh, F450? Yeah, we looked it up it's one of those real fancy ones that's like nobody yeah. else has I can't be that guy like we were talking about just a second ago, me avoiding being a celebrity pastor right. I don't think I'm stuck driving a 2004 <laughs> Ford Expedition for the rest of my life if I ever hit that much money I think
1: the first thing we're doing is we're buying a plane like we were was, talking about the plane the other day yeah right? Like
0: that—that's one not of the first. Not like things. a Creflo Dollar plane. No, no,
1: no, no. We're not talking a private jet. Like we're talking bush plane from Alaska that hauls gear that we can just load up and fly somewhere. Yeah, like that's—that's that's one of the first things. A and work then, plane. A work plane. That's how we're gonna write so it we off. Don't have
0: to be like, this plane belongs to the church. <laughs> it doesn't belong <laughs> to me.
1: It was used in a sermon series one time. Oh, we so, mentioned
0: it. So. And cool. it's a write-off. Those guys like. Bible tells us we have to love our enemies like those people are our enemies right they're enemies of God because they're teaching us false gospel like it's it's really hard to love them though <laughs> I can really love them from afar and
1: <sighs> tell him he's doing bad things but mm,
2: it's, it's yeah, really hard <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> they make it tough
1: oh yeah that's true. Dude, we're
0: approaching two hours. That's why. We are approaching two hours. We're probably a couple of minutes short of two hours right now after you cut out the bathroom break time. <laughs> the and party. then talking to future self. I don't know. You got somewhere to be? No, I'm I'm good. Ten after eight.
1: Depends how far you want to go with it. I don't know. We got a few more minutes. Okay. Let's we can pull ride out. out. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, we're talking about a ton of stuff. Yeah, we have. A ton of stuff. But there's more to do, right? There's
1: always going to be more to do. And that's what makes it fun. That's what makes, like, to me, that's what makes it feel worth it. And I'm like, there's never not going to be something cool to do.
0: Well, we we started listing ideas for documentary films. And we sort of noticed as we went along in in this new format of the Georgia Peach ride that we had this same conversation. You know, that place could be its own whole episode. It could be its own two-hour documentary. Right. And to think about all those places and then that those are just the the handful of places we went to in one town and in one state. Um but it's limitless. But there, it really is there really
1: is no limit and it's it's up to us like how many stories we want to tell and what people want to listen to.
0: And that's yeah. kind of where it's like Yeah. Okay, okay. Like, well that's the thing, right? Like what do people want to know? It's cool to tell stories about people but what do people also so there's that balance there right like
1: History Channel has 10,000 things and there's some things that are hit or miss right <laughs> Right? yeah
0: so what do you do you want to make a film for the sake of like self fulfillment or do you want to make a film that people are going to watch I maybe you can do both
1: that people are going to love but
0: never in my wildest imagination
1: did I think people would want to see a pawn store <laughs> uh, right? like how did those guys become celebrities it's a pawn Man, shop
0: you got the pawn shop people you got the the repo men with the tow yes. trucks so you got a dog the bounty hunter you so, know
1: like you think of all those and you're like surely we can come up with some better stories than any of those like it's a cool pawn shop been there done that yeah yeah cool got stuff. t-shirt
0: don't want to go back right I feel- i've never been there before drew's been he said he was disappointed by how small it was. It really you actually is get in there because you think it's this big thing on TV. It's
1: not. Now I will say the restaurant right next door, pretty cool. Okay, cool. It's a dope
0: barbecue restaurant. All right. <laughs> Maybe we'll go there and do a, a documentary about the barbecue place next Dude. to the Pawn Stars. What about following a barbecue team?
1: I know we've talked about it. I, I mean, really want to.
0: i mean, in. We we know a barbecue team, right? I think we know a couple. Okay.
1: Maybe there's some listeners who may want to be like, hey, we'll let you follow us. Because the yeah, competition sure. is cool. Which I think we're doing a chili cook-off here in Rome coming up. Some
0: guy smoking are? No,
1: no, 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 no. no. We we yeah. haven't reunited yet. Okay, The Reloaded Tour hasn't started. The Reloaded.
0: <laughs> so is there... When is the chili cook-off? It's a thing. We have it every year, right? to yeah. We also have our barbecue
1: tournament. And it was recently. Yeah. I think the chili cook off is coming up next Fiddlin month.
0: Fiddlin' Fest is coming up next month too. Fiddlin' Fest? Fiddlin' Fest. It's a music festival we have right here on Broad Street. I saw the signs for it. What is Fiddlin' Fest? It is a music festival that we have here on Broad Street. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's like a bluegrass like old-time type music. I'm down, like banjos and flat picking. Um, they have a couple of stages up in different places where they have live music. They have busking, people about busking. Um, they incorporate a car show into it. So we turn into mini Nashville? Yeah, for a little period of time we do. Oh, wow, that's cool, that's it's, cool. The really cool one is the Bear on the Square. As far as music festivals go, the Bear on the Square is in Dahlonega. Oh. And it's a mountain music festival. And it is some of the, like people you never heard of just some guy who is like a, a carpenter or a lawyer or something that also plays the mandolin and he gets together with other people on the street and they just jam they block off the town square and it's some of the best music you ever heard in your life
1: i feel like we're gonna have to make this trip with a uh mr craddock
0: yes Andy craddock if you're listening to this
1: I'm gonna send it to him and be like, "Hey, dude, we got to get Andy. On watch the way. end of the video. Yeah, Who we'll Watch man. the end of the podcast? Because we're gonna, gonna talk out. about you. Yeah, and try and get you to go. The- we need to go. Andy's in
0: an L.J. right?
1: No, 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 no. He's close to Carterville. He's somewhere in there.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I was thinking L.J. Jasper area.
1: Maybe, maybe Jasper.
0: Maybe. Not far. Not far. Sure. Not far. <laughs>
1: We're, we're yeah, we totally not we to get Tell Paul. him where this cat lives <laughs> I know right We're just still in the beach <laughs> we Andy, Andy lives it. in
0: Noonanville Ton <laughs> 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 Yeah when you get Andy know, He goes way back with my dad And then you know him And I've yeah. I've bumped into him In Schroeder's um, I don't know Six months ago or, or maybe less He comes up And he introduces himself And he's like Hey I know you And know your dad. I was like, okay, cool. Dude, your dad we knows for everybody, though. Yeah, my dad knows everybody.
1: <laughs> I feel like Schroeder's is like a happening place. Which, by the way, you took me to Schroeder's for my first time ever in my life. you you never been there before? No. Fantastic, man. So, <laughs> Fantastic. And I'm like, this place is hopping. This is legit. It is. It's
0: a great, like the atmosphere is, is unbeatable. And it's not like wild or insane or anything. No, it's, it's just... Cool. It is. It's cool. There's a little bit of a hippie vibe going, but it's like people's grandmothers. Like I, I sat next to like nine grandmothers the other day, who were having their book club meeting or something while they ate, you know, at Schroeder's. And and there's like, you know, some some really young people sitting next to me on the other side. And there's some, you know, some <laughs> like construction working type dudes. And then there's some guys in suits. And it's just everybody in one place. And
1: so what you're saying is. Schroeder's is kind of like how church should be and everyone is welcome.
0: What I've done episodes before about how jiu-jitsu, like, the community, like, I feel like I wish church would be more like the jiu-jitsu community or how it could be more like, we're going to do one about Schroeder's, too. Like, Drew was talking about with football the other night, right? (laughs) And The football team, and y'all come together. (laughs) But I think, I don't know what makes Schroeder's different because we pay to go in there and they give us food. So, like, I guess food is something you bond over. Right, Something right. you have in common. You've all got to eat. We're well, talking that's... about football and jiu-jitsu where, like, you're bonding over, like... Violence. Struggle, <laughs> yeah. Like, actual struggle and violence. Right. And yeah. But
1: I mean, that's
0: what church is, breaking bread.
1: That's what going to a restaurant is. You're breaking bread, drinking you're,
0: wine, doing... <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to get tight with somebody, you eat a meal with them. You, you learn a lot. <laughs> you do. And it's, I don't know, it's... uh we can't eat on a podcast. That'd be terrible. Nah, dude. That's some ASMR
1: stuff yeah, that like you it's... have to pay extra for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> Listen to me eat these ribs.
1: Like, Make I'm, the I'm, wild
0: noises. I'm out on that. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and there was a couple of guys on there. and uh, One of them was eating a bag of chips at one point, and I was like, oh, dude. It was so bad. <laughs> The, the 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 content was interesting. Like I was in and then Buddy pulls out this bag of chips and was like and rips them open. <laughs> oh, stop. I don't want to hear that. Oh my god. That, why? Why why are you doing know. that? It was like their first or second, maybe their third episode. Like it was still a pretty new. Thing. Where's
1: your producer telling you don't do that? I don't
0: know. I think he was trying to demonstrate how laid back they were. I got you. I got you know, you. and like we're just eating potato <laughs> chips on the air. I'm like, Bro, I can't hear the other guy talking because no. you're, munching, you're munching your mic, you know. Yeah. We'll we'll get cough buttons or something. <laughs> yeah, got to. Got to. That's our next investment is the cough button. Uh, but uh yeah, I yeah, don't otherwise like I think we could do a podcast about food. Just what breaking food bread. Means? Yeah. Maybe with a boom mic. And not like So a it's not like all mouse. ASMR and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, Anthony Bourdain ate in his videos, but I guess he was doing. It was voiceover there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Which you, we learned how to do voiceover this we past. Did. We did. Some, <laughs> we did a ton of voiceover
0: stuff. It was exciting, man. It is, dude. I'm so excited for the future. This come uh, right. No, this this is coming out September 27th. Georgia Peach Ride Destination Hometown. And then a so bunch exciting. of stuff to come. Yeah, I don't know. I
1: I feel like 24 is the year that we're gonna hit some strides.
0: I hope so. I want to. (laughs) We're just trying to be consistent right now, man. But as far as you know, professional life goes, right? 24 is as good a year as any.
1: Right, right, right.
0: So we'll see. There's exciting stuff though. Places to go, people to talk to. A list that never ends. But it's a fun list. It is. It's
1: great when it stops being fun, I think that will be the day we're done. Well, that's what Rogan like, always okay. says, right? They're like,
0: how long are you going to do this? He's like, when I stop enjoying it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. We're just not getting into it. Good. I, we we this is episode hundred and twenty four, twenty five of Burnham podcast, and I feel like I'm like I'll say this, figuring it out, nah, like kind of getting a picture of of what I want and how we all work together and. You know, so we're hitting strides. Sometimes you start
1: off running, sometimes you start off crawling, and then you figure yeah. out how to run, and it's like, okay. Well,
0: we had to do a bunch of things wrong. Like, I, I had to learn a bunch. I think I look back at, like, episode two now, and it, like, it hurts me to listen to it, because oh, it was so bad. And <laughs> I thought it was so cool. I was so stoked about episode two. I was fired up about episode one, and it disappeared. Um, yeah, that's that's a whole different story for a time. But, uh... The early episodes, I would be right. so excited about all of them and checking the metrics every 10 minutes. And and now it's I look like back now, and I go, ooh, that was bad.
1: But like, that's one of those things. Like, one of the best lessons I ever learned was like, I can read all the things in books, read, watch all the videos. Yeah. But my greatest <clears throat> tool ever has been finding out where I make mistakes. And I'm Experience. like, okay. Yeah. I'm a Thomas Edison, this thing. I I learned 99 ways how to not make a light bulb.
0: Yeah.
1: But by golly, George, I figured it out. Got it. We're rolling. Yeah. Yeah. You just, we're compounding on that. It's like, okay, we figured out we like this. We don't like this.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're getting there.
1: It's like the whole table with, at one point we were sideways and now it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Now this is it. And I'm like, okay, I feel this. I feel this. We're almost to the
0: Mike Tyson
1: table. Where we're getting We gotta get a bigger table in case we bring
0: Iron Mike in one day, Dude. or uh, or the enforcer, as <sighs> it were. Uh, uh, uh. No, you've had somebody already
1: who who's built like an enforcer. Oh man, I've had some dudes on here. Yeah, you have. There's been some scrappers here. Uh, uh. Who's the guy? Oh, I can't think of him now. He's gonna beat me up. <laughs> Which
0: one's the, are you talking about Jason? No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Are you talking about Sam Trailer? No. Who have we had on? We had him on twice. We didn't film an episode. It was Trip. The, yep. Trip Durden. Trip's trip Trip Durden a monster. Durden <laughs> <is> a monster. <laughs> yeah. trip gigantic. A purple belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, college football, and lacrosse player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See. See. I. I No. I'm good. I'm good.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I remember watching it, watching him come in and sit down, and I was like, oh, he ain't that big. And then he stood up beside you, and I was like. Oh snap! Oh, trips a whole—he's <laughs> a whole goon. He's, he's an entire goon. You, yeah, you throw that dude anywhere, and he's gonna
0: just re- yeah wreck. Yeah. <laughs> Great guy though, super guy. He was when we had the smaller table. This is a bigger table than it was. Yes, we had the we, tiny table. Upgraded yeah, oh. since then, even. But.
1: <laughs> the tiny table's my my work table.
0: Yeah. But I don't—I don't know. Trip's not the kind of guy that's just gonna come unwound though. Like, no, I mean we're talking about Mike Tyson, right? Right, bless his heart. He's mellowed in his old age, but, you know, a bigger table sometimes is a good thing. Oh, yeah. Dude. But a bigger table has meant, you know, we've upgraded the table since we've been here. That was like a step. Because so we had three guests on at one point. You know? Yeah, we did. That's a big deal. So that was kind of a pivotal moment in the history of Burnham Podcast. Was three guests at once? Three guests at once. With a bigger table and more microphones and...
1: Ah, I'm just so happy I have all the gear for this, because I'm like, I have yet to have to purchase anything new, really. Me too. Me too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went through several different sets of plug-and-play USB microphones, but here we are now. We're
1: to real mics. You got a sure mic. I do have a
0: sure mic. It's and, good stuff, but God is good. He has taken care of us, and it's been blessing our efforts, man.
1: He has, he has, and it's been a fun ride. And I hope it
0: continues. Oh, it's good. It's, it's going it's good. to. It. Just getting started, dude. Just getting started. But uh, I think this is as good a place as any to jump off. We're I well have... over two hours now.
1: Ooh, I get to hold the record, maybe? <laughs> yeah, you're going
0: to be. This is the longest episode I think we've ever done. I want to say 152 was the longest before that.
1: Holy snap, crackle and crunch. Yeah,
0: we're well over two hours now.
1: Or the uh, oh, the the stolen line of Danny Byrne the holy... Moses Malone Holy Moses Malone <laughs> <laughs> That I've turned into Holy post Moses uh, Malone But man. man I have to Google yeah, I guess you, you modernized it I you? did I stuff. did that I'm a millennial you know Yeah It is what it is But dude Thank you for so much For having me come on this side Thank um,
0: you for being on this side Man we talked about doing this For a while And now we're, we're here And jump back over To my other side The, the Tango episode <laughs> Has been a thing That's where we're gonna jump off Thank you guys for watching God bless you We love you See you next time Thank you for watching Burnham Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.